What is up, ladies and gents? This is another episode of the Common Chaos Podcast. I am your host, Brian Kern, trying to help you find that balance, baby. Whew, find that balance and stay balanced. Hey, I have an awesome show for you guys today, so we're going to start off with it. Um, not gonna, not going to talk about anything else about this show, because it actually turned into something special, so I'm pretty excited about it. Uh, my guests on the show are Trent Knox and uh, our good friend, our new good friend, Nice Monroe. Nice Monroe is a filmmaker based out of Austin, Texas. Uh, he also participates on a podcast and helps produce a podcast called Owning It, which features Dakota Meyer, who Dakota Meyer, who is the youngest recipient of the Medal of Honor here in the United States. And yeah, we go into that in the podcast. Anyways, Nice Monroe is an awesome dude. He's a filmmaker, curator, producer, uh, and a very intelligent and self-aware guy, uh, and he is a wealth of knowledge, and the podcast was initially set up for me to kind of pick his brain and see what his projects were, see what he's working on, uh, talk about a project that we may be collaborating on, some things like that, but it immediately out of the gate takes a, a hard like right turn with uh, with Trent, and I just kind of let it go, and it was it was nice. It was kind of nice to sit back and see this dialogue break out, and we really got to hear Knives talk about who he was and how he became who he is currently and his struggles and his fight to, uh, to do what he wants in life and to embrace everything that comes along with it. And this guy's got some stories that will blow your mind, but once you hear him and listen to everything he has to say, it's going to make sense. Um, and it's going to really paint a nice picture of, of what kind of guy Knives is and how he can influence people. And you get him delivering dialogue to Trent in a way that is thought-provoking, and I-, I took part in it. So anything he asked Trent, I tried chiming in with, and it was a very in-depth conversation. Uh, it, again, it didn't go the route that I, w- that I was expecting, but I am very proud of the results and um, of course I'm going to have him back. I'm going to have him back for a normal podcast where I can pick his brain and we can kind of get into some discussions and it's not so uh, heavy on him. But again, he stole the show. He was fantastic. I love the guy, um, and I was, I, was, uh, I was proud of how this turned out. There are a couple times where our equipment cut, um, so that is in the episodes, but it doesn't mess up the dialogue too much. Uh, we continue right off pretty well, um, so yeah. Um, also, if you can, check out his uh, current project that he's working on. It's called Pipe Dream. It is up on his Facebook page uh, that he runs called Indie Darlings by Nice Monroe. That's I-N-D-I-E, Darlings, D-A-R-L-I-N-G-S by Nice Monroe. And it's, it's how it's spelled, K-N-I-V-E-S, Monroe, or how it sounds, Knives Monroe, M-O-N-R-O-E. Um, yeah, it's a short little audio um, autobiographical uh, like documentary that he does on a weekly basis, and he's um, already released a couple episodes. There's actually footage of the Austin Live and Local episode we did prior to my podcast um, on his most recent episode, so check it out. Uh, it's fantastic. Don't forget commonchaos.net for all your needs. We got new stickers and the new blood and ink design up created by my boy Michael Zambroda. We're going to cover that more on future episodes. Got a lot coming. My trip from California. Going to have a bunch of stuff when I get back. Uh, And I'm excited for it, but I'm more excited for this episode. This is An Evening with Knives Monroe. Put it in my mouth. (laughs) Woo! And we're live. And we're recording. We're not live, but we're recording. The thing I want to first say is... Well, first of all, fuck you, show my sir. (laughs) Show some respect. My (laughs) show. Uh, No, what do you want to say? Go for it. I'm a fraud. Why? 
Why are you looking at him like that? That's I don't know. That's this is you guys. Who am I? I think you have to answer. All right, hey guys, uh, it's it's Wait, a, no, 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 it's, no. it's cool to be here. Are you really giving him a thing? You're a fraud. Yeah. Um, in what way? <laughs> I'm trying to be someone else. Why? I'm a fraud. Uh, okay. Better why? <laughs> I don't know, dog. I don't know. <laughs> yes, you do. That's the thing that you're afraid of. I don't know. Okay, so let's I just both get it out of the way that fear is healthy. It's okay to be afraid. You want to get to the truth? You don't okay. need LSD right now. Like, just get to the truth. It's right there. Being honest. Honest with yourself. Nope. Don't know. Is it because the the mics are rolling, you don't want to expose yourself? I'll, I'll pause it. I don't know. I'm <laughs> buying in. What are you afraid of, man? Oh, shit. Okay. Death. Number one. I probably. think that's everybody's major fear. That's uh, my major fear for sure. I'm not afraid or being of, alone. I'm not afraid of death. I am afraid of like those that I love closest to me dying. Oh, I'm more afraid of the uh, the situation of death. Like everything. Like what the fuck? You know, yeah. you might die in a car wreck. Yeah. Like I'm afraid of that. You might die because you jumped off of a building. I'm afraid of suicide. Obviously, that's a big thing going on right now. Why are, um, you, af- are you afraid of you? I'm afraid of suicide? it externally and internally. I contemplate suicide a lot. That's why I wrote that blog. But oh, you got to send me that blog. Uh, yeah, I will for sure. It's on my website too. But like for real though. And I have a love-hate relationship with guns. I think they're necessary, but they're evil. I mean. necessary evil. Because, uh, like, if you look out this window, a lot of what determines what a culture is, is the industry. And most of this is banks and real estate. So it's like, all formed on violence and taking what other people have. So you guys were talking about this on the on the last on the live from the ATX. You had said, or you guys were talking about the system. I don't really know who had said what, but I think the system is a system. I think you said it was built to. The system is built to have you fail or have you struggle or whatever, right? Okay. Is that or something along the lines? What I mean, do you think about I, the system? I, I can get on that. You know, the system. I mean, like, you, when you say the system, do you mean, like, in that cliche, like, the man? See, that's what I think. And I think, like you are saying, cultures, like, when we're here, what drives Austin? Like, what's the deciding, not the deciding factor, but what's the driving force behind Austin's economy? Is it the banks? Is it the real estate? Is it the fact that this is the new tech capital of the world or one of the, you know, one of the leading tech capitals of whatever? But what is it that... There is a system, so the system is going to have set rules and set boundaries. Are those set rules and set boundaries in place to keep certain people from, like, overcoming the system or succeeding in the system, I guess? Like, for example, what I can think of is, like, back when in, like, the 60s and they did the whole, uh, you know, they weren't going to sell properties to blacks in certain neighborhoods because they didn't want, like, that's the system. That's the system purposefully holding someone down. Obviously, we try to progress and get past those those issues, civil rights, women's rights, things like that. But in this new era, you talk about guns, a love-hate relationship. What are you afraid? Like, there's so much weird suicide. There's so well, much weird things going symbol. on. Are they? Definitely. The In many cases, and that's why, like, companies are starting to, like, uh, Facebook and social media companies are trying to ban uh, guns being... In videos? In videos and on on the platform so like uh i guess companies are becoming 
socially Well, I mean, Dick stopped selling them. Dick stopped. Dick says they're not going to sell them anymore. Well, no, that's bullshit. They're stopping selling ARs, which isn't even an assault rifle. It's, it's, uh, I don't know the exact definition of it, but it's, the, there's no difference between it and a, uh, a wooden version of it. Isn't, but there is though. The plastic versions. There is though. There is in, 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 in. All right. I don't know what happened. We had some technical difficulties, but anyways, we were talking Slavery. about the system. No, we were talking uh, about the so system. Am I being bought and sold by the system? Is that kind of what you're saying? Well, I'm saying, I, I would ask you, like, I'm not going to judge you. Like, I don't know what's going on in your head, but I would ask you, like, have you considered that you're buying into, like, another narrative from the media? Like, whether if it's the the death that they're, and the fear of death that they're pumping into you, which they are, and that's probably, your cookies are probably aware of that. And so you're surrounded by an echo chamber, like, in all your media of all the stuff that you're afraid of, because that's the shit that you're attracted to, is the shit that gets your attention, so it gets your, your likes, your, your dislikes, or whatever. Like, are, right. Do you think that you're being sold propaganda? Like, have you considered that? Yeah. So then you're in control, right? Mm-hmm. Of what you consume, as a consumer? So how about you consume something else? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think you're being, I think you're being sold to, you know? What, though? I mean, uh, I, I, I think, you you are already open to distractions. You are already open to. You're already vulnerable, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I see a lot of my younger brother in you, same age, uh-huh. and uh, he thinks about the same shit. But it, it ultimately goes nowhere because it, it it keeps you in a state of paralysis, right? Sure. And and that shit scares me. That's why I'm so manic. I'm just like. I'm like a shark. I got to keep moving, and I get so scared. I'm like, I can think about all the shit that will just instantly keep me home. Like the auto, have you ever just, you know, want to be like, I just don't want to go to work today. It's just not going to happen. You call in, I'm sick and you don't go and you just stay in bed all day. Like that's what they want because you'll be on Facebook all day, right? So um, I, instead I combat that by like, as trying to be as productive as possible. Like I wake up as early as possible to be like, I have to be doing something before everybody else. So that I would say, but that there's a difference because my income is goose egg. That, but so, you could still get up and work out. You could still get up and run. Get up. And, I mean, you you sure. ha, you do, you know. But you look healthy though for a guy choose. who has no income. I can't choose. I can't choose who's gonna give me money to get to Austin. So you said a dirty word that like bothered me. I guess, or there was like a trigger word for me. You said victim earlier, on Mike. You're like yeah. I'm a victim. I'm a victim to such and such, and like that's already where you're losing. You know? No, I agree with you. I'm I'm conscious of that. So but I don't think so. If context. you're conscious of it, then like you can also like choose to define yourself with like a more empowering term other than victim. You or I'm I mean? not going to be a victim. Well, I talked to you about linguistics, right. as well, and the the word victim has no meaning without merit. Absolutely. And it does have merit in these times. If sure. you're gonna if you're gonna say, but you know what also has it, merit? Focus. It's say, yeah, it's hard to say though that the 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 Florida shooting was staged and that everybody, nobody died in that event and that nobody suffered any pain from that situation. Maybe it's, it's, hard, it's hard to say that. Is that what you said? Yeah, it is hard to say that there are, there's going to be, do you believe that there's going to be an embot? Do I believe that? I have no facts. I have no facts. Why don't you feel you have facts? Because I wasn't there. I didn't ever, I didn't, I didn't experience it. I wasn't in the school looking and Can I finding ask you something. Do you think we landed on the moon? I don't know. Okay. Well, we did. Okay. 
Yeah. There's facts. Like okay. we we did. Right? So yeah. uh, this, this is just like I'm talking well, to my, my younger brother again. The overthrow again. with the banana, uh, banana industry in the Philippines was the same thing. Can you the, uh, illuminate the CIA me on that? went in with the overthrows of both Argentina and the Philippines. Can you provide some context? A banana overthrow? Just back up a little bit. What do you mean? Just a little bit. I mean, you're just I'm done. No, 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 I think he, I think he means backs up from the microphone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the face of opposition. Not like back up spiritually. No, I was, I was in the face of opposition. I don't, there's no reason to, there's no reason, there's no reason because. No reason to what? There's no reason to state facts when there's, there's, no one's ever going to be on the same page. So let's say that there was staged event at these. It happens. It happens. These shooting events. I don't no, know about we, any no, of the recent. It's gonna be red versus blue the whole time. Uh, and where where are you uneasy here? Like, what are you I saying? Know, I don't feel like I'm. I think I'm like yellow. Let me ask you something. Are you venting or are you looking for a strategy? Strategies. Strategies. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know you're talking about linguistics, right? So I I think mm-hmm. words have an incredible, potent, biological effect on your mind and body, right? Mm-hmm. Words. If you say why me. Something happens to you. Why me? Or say, what can I do about this to make this better? Those words have created a different chemical storm in your brain. Mm. And it's tangible. It's tactile, right? Like, And also your brain starts focusing on other shit. So what do I have to do to, to bring that reality closer to me? Now there's a call to action, right? And then it's not really, you don't make up your mind, make a decision until you actually perform an action to get closer to that goal. So you are far gone from the why me. Your brain works. And when you ask why me, it'll give you answers to why me. It'll say, because you're fucking lazy, because you suck, because you're poor, because you have low self-esteem, because mom didn't do this or dad didn't do that. It'll give you reasons. That's what the brain's for. It's designed to make you survive, not to make you happy. That's what you're supposed to do. That's what you're supposed to do, right? So that's the work. So words have a powerful impact on what you want to do, where you want to go, who you want to be, where you want to go, the goals that you want to attain. And so you have to ask yourself better questions, right? As opposed to, it's just red versus blue, right? Then that's what you're going to get. Then you're getting what you want. But I think you want more than that. True or false? Yeah, I'd like to go live in Korea. You want to live in North Korea or South Korea? I mean, what's the difference? Uh, now there's a big difference. What's in the, the in difference? The utopia, there may not be, but well, if listen, if there's no difference, if there's no difference, then please pack your shit, go to North Korea. So clearly, there's a difference. I'm. You ask that. If there is no difference, then go to North Korea. That's my suggestion. Yeah, but my and you'll I'm, come back with a pretty fucking I'm clear the difference. Question towards you by saying clearly that doesn't make sense. Okay. Is so, that true or is that not true? Is the if you want, if you want to go not? to North Korea, I think there's value in that. It makes sense. What I'll see. I? I'll see your ass back in 30 days. I'll tell you that. You want to go to North Korea because to fulfill like your punk spirit, then do that. Henry Rollins went to North Korea. Like I respect him. Yeah, that's true. It becomes a financial issue. Everything's a financial issue, man. Yeah. Spot green. That's the system. I think that's what originally we started talking about is the system. That's what I think. I think the system is made to feed you things, to distract you, to keep you in bed, to keep you not wanting to get up and be active and try to pursue these goals because you see these roadblocks. 
and you think that these roadblocks are in place by the system to mm -hmm. keep you down, to hold you down, to not let you succeed. And that mentality, like he's saying, you've already manifested your own defeat because you're allowing whatever weird blockades that they're throwing at you to have an effect because you're letting it diminish your work, you're letting it hold you back, or they're not, they're, it's stopping you from getting up early in the morning and recording, or it's stopping you from feeling good about the product you make. I suffer from it all the time. My shit's not ever going to be good, but that's not the point. The point is, if you really want to do it, do it. It doesn't matter. It shouldn't matter. Your success is going to be defined by your own inner inner gauge and once you realize that it's not the gauge of other people and it doesn't matter how other people see you you're not going to worry about being blocked or thinking that anybody's holding you down because you're just going to feel free doing what you're doing you know you see people quit their jobs to fucking build bikes i mean how much money is really in building bikes doesn't matter they're having a fucking blast doing it you know then everything else comes second. The financial thing, well, I love making bikes. It's not going to make me money. Okay, maybe I can make money doing something else. But that something else will allow me the freedom and the time to build the bikes because that's what I want to do or something like that. If I can quote one of my friends, you know, Dakota, who I'm working for, he created this company called Own the Dash. And Own the Dash means people mean people always think like the dash, like you're trying to dash to like a goal. And he's like, no, like the dash the hyphen. in between – your birth day and your death day, like 1988 to 2021. The dash in between those years is what people remember. They don't remember when you were born. They don't care about the day that you died. They care about what you left behind, right? So how you spend your dash is what defines you, right? Very specific dates, by the way. They're very specific. I doesn't pick any random date, but like, and I think about that all the time, like, and I think that's why I gravitated towards his brain was I think about that every single day. Like, what am I gonna leave behind? Like, what's the shit that's going to be memorable, right? Sometimes it's art. Sometimes it's a legacy. Sometimes it's reputation, like whatever it is. I'm not going to take it with me. I can't take my money with me when I die. Like, it's it's over, right? What happens if you feel like you're, you're okay, so you take that aspect, right? Uh, it's what I do while I'm here. What if you feel like you're doing something and nobody's paying attention or nobody cares? That's probably worse is that nobody cares. Like, you could be putting your heart and soul into something and then someone goes, oh, okay, cool. Well, I asked that person, like, what is their outcome? <clears throat> right. What is their outcome or what is their like, projected outcome? outcome? What do they want out of it or what are they getting out of it? What's their outcome? Like, what do they want? Okay. Right? Right. If the outcome is like, a what is it, attention or like validation? Mm -hmm. Well, then I would ask, and uh, what do you need to to achieve that? Like, what do you need to do? And, and how will you know when you've achieved that? What will you feel? And maybe they'll say, I feel good or I feel elated or I feel euphoric. I believe that they can feel euphoric right now if they focus on that. Maybe they got to do 10 push-ups. Maybe they got to run around the block to feel euphoric, get that runner's high, and then they feel good. And now they're in a better state of mind to go up, to get after it, right? Like, I think feelings come first. Like, I think that's what we're really chasing, right? It's not, sometimes it's the money that for people. chemical reaction. Yeah, like it's, the the, it's the dopamine or it's the serotonin or whatever it is. Like, people are chasing a feeling, whether if it's achievement or it's fulfillment. Gratification. Gratification or attention. An, an orgasm. Yeah. Or they want the shiny new iPhone because it, it thinks that it adds inches to their dick or they, it makes them feel elevated in, in class or society or it's like a peacock move or whatever. Like, and when I whip out this iPhone X and I take my video, people are going to be like, yo, is that the iPhone X? Oh, shit. So they're, they're, they're trying to get after self-esteem, right? And so they – Nike, you know, these companies, um, I don't try to demonize them too much because I love them in a weird way. Like they're, they're, the, they're the alphas like in our society, like the Apples, the Nikes. The Coca-Cola is like, 
I saw an ad for Taylor Swift selling Diet Coke. And she made it look sexy. She made Diet Coke look sexy. She made the, she made that feel like I want that. She did that. And so now there's an association to Diet Coke, even though it's black sludge, like it's black sludge, right? But that association is what, what we're after. And so those companies know how to sell us that. They think if we buy Jordans, we're going to jump higher. We're going to run faster. We're going to fly like, we're going to be like Mike, right? But if you really want to be like Mike, you got to wake up at four in the morning and shoot 10,000 free throws, right? Like if you really want, if you really want to be like Mike, right? But the, but the, but the Jordans make us feel that way. So that's valid. Like they're selling us a feeling. That's what people are buying, right? So, um, but I'm, I'm kind of like a deep thinker and I'm sort of like, I don't want to say Buddhist or anything, but just to use that as like a gateway term, like I'm like a Buddhist in that. I'm very Zen rather that like you can cultivate that feeling right now. Right. Sometimes you can be like, well, when was a time when shit was good or whatever? And then anchor that feeling. Sometimes you got to go back to a song and be like, ah, oh, that shit. That's the shit. We talked about you gotta that. Anchor that. I talked about that with, uh, with Becca and yeah. we, how we went back to like Oh five, Oh six, yeah. like my oh, chemical romance. And that like, hit me real hard. Dude. And it, but that, that's what it did. I was sick for like a week. Like I was, I was in bed. I mean, he got mad at me because I couldn't do shit. And like, I just was, the only way to get out of that, like I felt foggy, even days when I was feeling good and like doing the gym. I don't know what it was, but I was like, I'm going to fucking pop some old music in, see if it sparks something, see if it, and it just put me in like this weird headspace where I thought about a lot of shit. I definitely reflected on like my years back then and like decisions I made and I equated that to where I'm at now mm-hmm. and definitely recognized where I succeeded. But I also had to pay attention to what I could have done differently or where I failed. Mm-hmm. And it just, it revigorated me. It made me go, fuck, I gotta, I'm 30. Like, I feel like I, there's no reason to sit and be in a place where you don't think you can get out or you don't think you can progress in whatever facet you're looking to progress. And it just, it revigorated me. And I was like, all right. And it, it, it was. I mean, it could be meditation. It could be anything that kind of gets you back into that zone. But it is, it's about finding that that clarity like if you're a i mean that's what this whole podcast is about the chaos and the order and the balance between the two mm-hmm. you're going to be distracted you're going to have those rough whatever they are experience human condition man that's the human brain the human brain is 65 or not 65 but it's like millions of years old like it's an old thing you know what i mean like we're evolving dude i, I feel not sorry for your generation but i have a lot of empathy for it because you guys were not prepared for this like your parents did not prepare you for this. My parents and well, my mom, she didn't prepare me for this either. You know what I mean? Like I saw some blood on the leaves where I was like, okay, college isn't going to mean anything. Like it's not going to work for my generation. Like it's irrelevant. Like I put that together. But like the way my mom grew up versus the way her mom grew up and so on, like nobody prepared us for this digital age. And we are surrounded by a lot of information that is completely overwhelming. And so you're lethargy for lack of a better term like doesn't surprise me but it's your responsibility to beat that shit like i suffocate that negativity every fucking morning i i combat it every day yeah you have that's to. why i get after it like in, in the morning I, I i i get scared because i know if i let one thought get you know penetrate me in the second negative thought like it's a domino effect and, I, and that day's lost and you have to master the morning you get up feeling like i mean it go it does go both ways you can get up feeling like shit put yourself in a headspace and then fuck yeah, you know what? I woke up feeling like shit. I got this day's mind and own your day. Absolutely. But you can also wake up, get your fucking running shoes on, and then you get a text message and you're like, I don't want to go running anymore. I believe in- I'm just going to stay inside. I, I believe in routines <laughs> and uh, habits and uh, and nurturing those things to where they're automated. And you wake up and you're like, I know what I'm doing. I think if you if you 
go to sleep and you don't have a plan for the next day, like you're kind of doomed. Like you have to wake up with the plan. Like I believe that. And you know what, man? And don't be hard on yourself. Like I think that's the dad in me. Hmm. Like that's the father in me. Like that's the advantage I have over you young bucks is that I, I'm a father. So like uh, I'm responsible for other people outside of myself. You know what I mean? Like it's not just about me. When I was 25, I told you I was fucking homeless. <laughs> like I, I chose – I put the game on the hardest difficulty, right? So being an adult and having kids and having a girlfriend that holds me accountable, like I can't let them down. So I wake up and I, I see that they're safe and I'm like, fuck, I'm so grateful that my kids don't have cancer and they're alive and life is good right now. So what am I going to do to make their lives better? That, that gets me going, man, you know? Um, and you have to find out what that is for you. And sometimes that's serving a bigger purpose. But what's, what you have to realize too, and this just isn't for you. I just feel like we're directing this at you because that's how the conversation started but for anybody out there you could have that kind of mindset where you wake up every day hey my family's safe nobody's ill health is good life is good let's keep going mm-hmm. you will hit a roadblock it may not be that one of them gets ill it may not be that something terrible happens but there will be those test days i like to call them test days but there's going to be those days that are going to test your patience test your will test your 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 vision of success or your vision of yourself your ideas of yourself test everything and it's again all how you how you react, all how you adapt. Do you let that get to you and kill you? Do you let that get to you and keep you in that week long rut where you, you you know you question everything? Hey, is this really what I'm doing? I feel like we've had that that happen to us with this like this project, our projects, everything. Like I, we go through it every, all the time. I don't know if there's anything that's really gonna prevent it from ever happening. Prevent what? From uh, those test days? Those, yeah, hitting those blockades. Those test days are inevitable. Every day. And th- I think every day is probably a test day. It's how you get up, I'll have that you, plan. But you know, like one of those big tests where like you, you wake up and you get the phone call that, you know. Someone got in a car accident. Exactly. Yeah. Um, it'll be too late to get started then. Yeah, oh yeah, exactly. You know and then I mean? if you're already in a downward spiral or you're already fucking three bottles deep, you're about to be four bottles deep because you didn't train yourself to be prepared for this. You didn't prepare or lo- whatever. What's, what's your definition of luck? Preparation meets opportunity. It mm. may not be. It doesn't say it's going to be a good opportunity or right. a bad opportunity. And I and I know, and, you know. But if I, you're not prepared, and to be like as as objective as possible, I can understand how like a phrase like that is catchy and how it sounds Hollywood, right? Like, come on, kid, like meritocracy, brother. Like, I I, I get that, but that doesn't mean that cliches aren't true. And I think cliches are fucking valid for a reason. Cliches are there exactly. But and I think people, that you pitted that against me. What the luck? The thing? question about cliche. What, what what did I pit against you? Like the question of reality versus um, constructed reality. I don't know what I don't know if that's the way. That's the best way of putting it. But mm, I don't know. Figuring out who you are is definitely something that you you bring up a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm very self aware. I know who I am. I can tell you are. Though. I like it when you when you challenge that question because it it makes me think how can I better myself? Uh and then I thought while well, I was what well, you guys were talking about, like uh when you are doing the things that society wants you to do, do you see the the most success from doing that? Or by doing the counter vert culture of what people, society wants you to do, are you winning more there? And uh, I that's can't, a good question. You know, so, I'm like, can, da- you, can, you, can you give me, if you can, like, three or four or five things Examples? that society wants me to do? Because so I don't know if I'm doing I, that. Can I paint an example? I, would sure. say I feel you I are. am. I, sure. I feel I am. Working to a certain a, degree. Working yeah. a nine to five for a corporate job mm-hmm. that 
40 hours a week. But clearly, let's, let's be honest here. We all got to eat. We all yeah. work. We all work for somebody. And that's yeah. and that's that's except me. Well, except that's you. That's my yeah. that's my my balance to that is I'm not going to be able to do this and have these times mm-hmm. and let, and trust me, I don't want to do the nine to five forever. If anything, that's fueling me to try to make this and a not thing. necessarily you because you're you're on you a day to day. I don't. But but see, you're a freelance artist. You make it happen. I don't call it that. You make it happen. You said that yourself. I, you wake up. You know you don't want a negative thing. Here, in the here's day. the thing. Here's you the make thing. Make it happen. If you are gonna hold that, you're coming in so loud, so much louder. Than you're coming in hot, but I like it, and it makes me want to turn up. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I want to be composed for a reason. Because if I'm turned up, you're not gonna hear me. You're just gonna listen to me, right? Let's listen to you. That's what so, we're here for. So, but I want him to actually feel the words. So I'm trying to be composed because you know I can fucking go up there, right? Um, I think there's a difference between like letting life happen to you mm. and designing your life. That's the difference between that. That's the camp that Being I'm in. The star of your movie. I am design. I mean, yeah, that's a good one. Like I'm designing my life. Like I wouldn't have a biological four year old daughter today if it wasn't for my stepson. Like I fell in love with him first. I fell in love with him and I, and I wanted to have a child that was related to him so I could be related to him somehow. Like I want like that's, I owe a lot to him. Right. Like, and so I designed my life around like how can I be the the father that he needs? How can I be the the husband that my girlfriend needs? Like how can I be the father that my daughter needs? And that's a constant evolution. And, and that's I'm, real. And it's real. And I'm being challenged every day. Like I, I don't arrive. There is no arrival. Like I think your generation. And I know like I lose all credibility when I when I say something so dismissive as like your generation. Like I I hate that. Right. Like you and me are both millennials. Right. But what I mean is like you're 24. Yeah. You guys like look at so much internet, like you guys were raised by the internet, has more profound effect than like maybe your parents. Like, look, we're all organisms that are being programmed mm-hmm. and the internet is programming you, mm-hmm. especially your generation. Dude, my daughter, she fucking knows how to work Hulu, YouTube, she's a mastermind. She makes her own fucking films. Like mm-hmm. my son, these guys are gonna be freaks, digital freaks, right? So I think your generation's kind of so accustomed to internet speed that you think that you're going to arrive like at an identity. You think you're going to upload slightly, but I was born in '93, and a little before that time. So okay, I, so I so when you were 10, it was 2003. Internet was already uh, at maturation, right? Like it was Internet 2.0 by 2003. You were 10 years old. So like, look, look, you, you can defend this system. as much as you want, but here's the thing: I, this is, I'm just vibing you out. Like mm-hmm. when when you're like. The, you asked me the big question of like, you know, the, the uh, basically adulting, like, mm-hmm. you know, do you succumb to the man? Like, do you play the game and do you do all that stuff? Like everything's about survival, man. Like I look at Austin as a concrete jungle. It's no yeah. different than the, my fucking Aztec ancestors. And when mm-hmm. they sacrificed hearts and they ho- held it up to the eclipse, like there's no difference then between that and like tech city rising. Like there's no difference. You know what I mean? Uh, I got to eat. My kids got to eat. I made a Craigslist post today that was like, hey, I'm a photographer. 50 bucks for an hour. I don't want to charge anybody, but I have to because my kids got to eat. So hit me up. Here's my phone number. I mean, I get anything, and it's kind of funny to me. Like, I, in my mind, I'm like, I want to make an extra 100 bucks a week. It's just in my mind. That'd be cool. That'd be cool is what I'm thinking. Extra 100 bucks a week. That's why I put that out there. But I was transparent, and I was like, I got to eat. That's why I'm charging you. Like, otherwise, I wouldn't because I love it. And I said it. I love I said videos are more my bag, but I like taking pretty photos, and so 50 bucks for an hour is fair to me. Um, and my kids got to eat. Like it's just being straight up. You know what I mean? Like I don't think the system taught me that. It's just me adapting. It's constant 
never-ending improvement and evolution and i'm mm-hmm. very aware in that you know i had a friend that told me he's a looper like he's like a like a reggie watts i don't know if you're familiar with him uh, the comedian? yeah he's a looper <clears throat> and um i had this conversation with him he's a futurist kind of like you he reminds me a lot of you and he's very like uh, i don't know if we landed on the moon man like i wasn't there man like and it was cool 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 and uh, he had told me like knives like you're a futurist man like you're, you're too ahead of your time and i was like bro i exist in march 8th 2018 like i exist today now i'm present i'm not in the future i'm fucking present and mm-hmm. so people interpret that as like wokeness or something but i'm just like this is like look around you this is why i told you like the 1994 delusion of like how things are supposed to be or what success is or how to make it like that's a lie like i, I think that's a fucking lie like today you can do and be anything you want to be and also give yourself some slack because you're 24 like dude you're going to be 40 different people by the time you're 25 and that's normal and that's the speed of life like let it happen and just be present and enjoy yourself love yourself and then you'll let somebody else in and you guys will enjoy and love uh, yourselves together magnify and compound your feelings and emotions and that's going to attract more abundance into your life and you're going to realize like man shit's good i mean that's what you really want at the end of the day is shit to be fucking good mm-hmm. you don't have to be thinking about ar-15s every day what no my thoughts are not about AR-15s. I think he was just generalizing, but... Oh, yeah, 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 that, yeah, that's just like a general statement, like what, whatever your fears are. I don't know. Caught in that cycle. You're caught in that yeah. en- endless feed of, man, fuck. I've, got you know, a lot you can of, have... I've had a lot of fears over my life. Some of them have been you know, squashed because, uh, yeah, my dad grew up... I grew up as a military kid. But my dad's in the Army still. So, I mean, a lot of those fears... Your stepfather. Yeah. But he's your dad. Yeah. And we said this at, at uh, Panda Express. I was like, stepdads are the most underappreciated people in the game. MVPs. Mm-hmm. They're MVPs. And uh, I've, I've had good mentors that were, you know, because of his situation that were special forces and whatnot, kind of like you. Mm-hmm. The change is the, the dynamic. Mm-hmm. I said fuck all that and went to Texas State, joined, joined into fraternities and did a bunch of dumb shit. You know, gotta be your own man. That's cool. But even then, like you can, like right now, you labeled it as a bunch of dumb shit. But when you were doing it, you probably thought it was the shit. You probably thought you were succeeding. You probably well, thought just, you were making making moves. Think of, well, shit that I had already done. That's what life's you know? about, though. Like, like he was saying, like, you, like these kids. The reason why they do the fraternity ball hitting shit is because they didn't grow up with that. I grew up with it, so it wasn't much different. Though there is like a upper echelon of that that gets kind of weird yeah yeah trying to pull away from it but you can't <clears throat> i mean you definitely can you can't why 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 don't you because think you can there is a system the system but to the point you don't have See, to I, be I, a, I, I call, you don't have to be in the system I call, dakota meyer is the system i call the system the america like Henry Rollins yeah. calls it the America, like the the, the nine to five, the I have to get married, I have to procreate mm-hmm. and have kids, and like that's ugh, an American system, the American dream. Like mm-hmm. there's that, but that's just another narrative. And because of the internet, there's forty. If you want to pigeonhole one, then that's your prerogative. That's definitely, I think, why we're why we're hitting so many, so many like why heads are just colliding with like social issues right now, because. There are so many different stances you can take mm-hmm. yeah. to where now everybody's issue has to matter. Everybody has to have a safe space. Everybody has to have their feelings protected or their their idea validated in some way, even if it's not a valid idea or a valid image. Yeah. 
they have to have that. And if not, then you're whatever. You're labeled something or you're, you know. Well, it's not one way or the other. And that's what he's saying. But at the same time, you know, how much how much time of the day do you, you, you commit to trying something new? Trying something new? How much time of the day? Like the hours? Yeah. Like if that was your goal, to try something new every day, how much of the day do you commit to doing that? Um, Is that your half goal? Half the day. Half the day? Mm-hmm. How about you? I mean, if it's a day where I'm trying to do something new, I think it depends on the task of what it is. Like school. So, like, mm-hmm. I'm I've, I've doing school right now, so I'm technically learning something new every day. How much time do I spend on it? I don't know. It could be an hour. It could be all day. So, I think that's so my biggest something. frustration. I try to commit 100% of my day to doing something new. And I probably shouldn't be doing that because what's happening is, is the resistance of doing things new because new things are scary, right? Mm-hmm. Is that the that I'm pushing against the system that's trying to make it so you, so that um, you don't go out and blow your money on something that you can't. You should be buying something else for. You should can be you, feeding your kids. Can you right? can you be like very realist? Uh, not realistic. Specific. But, yeah, specific. Can you like actually well, qu- quote something that came from your life? Because I don't understand. Like, like what did what did yesterday look like for you? I know you wanted to go to like the lake and stuff, right? And you did you go and do things? Okay, that that's hard because in my mind the reason why. I wanted to go like it looked good outside. And then it's cold and it's not good, so then you can't go. But that's irrelevant. Uh, for more specifically, it's it. You talked about bills. You have to be able to pay your bills, right? Uh huh. So you have to figure out something to do. But what if that thing that you need to do is new and that no one else is doing it? Uh huh. And it's hard to monetize that and yeah. blah blah blah. What about it? It's just pushing the put the pushback. So from the people that are. Tr- do everyone's you, trying to do this new thing. Do you and your father talk about discipline? Do we? Yeah. Does he ever give Here's you like a racket problem. about that? Yeah. But okay. this is the problem. Okay. How many times have you fucked up in your life and you left your kid and abandoned him? Zero. Zero times? Yeah. Well, congratulations. You're the you're the perfect father. Why? For me, that's not the case. You know? well, your, your biological father or your dad well, who's both. in the army? Both of them. They both abandoned you? Yeah. Okay. My father abandoned me. That's tr- tough. I mean, you for sure, right? I, I, I mean, here's the thing. Like, the, you, it's, you can't, it's you can't tough. teach someone about discipline if you don't understand discipline yourself. Okay, so you can you know, learn discipline. Discipline, you can learn discipline. discipline is doing the thing that you know you have to do. And doing it. I and, disagree. And failure is not doing the thing you know you have to do. And I mean, that so, may actually be the so actual, like, I, 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 I met an that incredible. That might actually be the actual definition. No, of discipline. no, 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 it is though. But and, and I met an incredible Navy SEAL, also a military mm-hmm. serviceman, uh, Jocko Willink, and he wrote a book called Discipline Equals Freedom. Powerful, Jocko Willink. It, powerful. And people are like, discipline equals freedom. Like, so I have to wake up and I have to do all, I do harder shit, here's and that's gonna equal freedom. That, but here's the thing: when you do that and you mm-hmm. are disciplined, that does free you up to do the shit that you love and you want to do. So right. I worked the nine to five and ate mm-hmm. shit and did the thing that I love that was new on the side until that mm-hmm. cup got full, so I could do that thing full time. Yeah. That's where the discipline comes in. The unfortunate and thing you is think there's a vast difference between a Green Beret and a Navy SEAL and also, you know, these different branches of special forces. Sure. One says you make the bed when you wake up. The other right. one says, fuck that. You got to get out in the field. Fuck your bed. We got to go kill some motherfuckers. But like, what are you having okay. the discipline the in? The discipline is you're killing motherfuckers. Well, that's uh-huh. just it. Making the bed isn't the discipline. Well, I mean, pe- I mean, dude, doing like, what you don't want or doing what you need to do or, or whatever. Having discipline, making the bed could be being disciplined. 
killing people could be being disciplined. The fact is you are practicing discipline. But you're saying that because daddy didn't teach you, you don't know is what you're saying. I'm saying that because if we wanted to put ourselves in a communist world where everybody's got to do the same thing the same way, you can't have two fucking... You can't have two ways of doing a certain thing. Well, we don't exist in communist world. Yeah. I mean, we America. We do. Not America. That's that. That's the diet. So l- let me so put it to you this way. I if I woke know. up and it, we freaky Friday'd, yeah. if we freaky Friday'd, yeah. if you and I freaky Friday'd, I'd like to do that. if we woke up one day and, and we freaky Friday'd, right? And, right. I, and your knives Monroe uh-huh. and I'm Trent Knox. You'd have to teach me how to do your day. Well, you would do whatever you have to do. For well, you, you would do whatever. You would do whatever you wanted to do. Let's just say that. To a certain you would, do it, you would either be with, for my kids or not. Like, that's mm-hmm. your decision. And that's my decision every single day. I could, I could say fuck those kids any day. Mm-hmm. Just not my, that's just not my stoil. It's just not my stoil, right? If I'm you, I'm going to figure out what is Trent best at. What does he love doing? I'm going to do that. Mm-hmm. I got to eat. Trent's got to eat. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to get a job. And if I can preferably get one with the shit that I love and that I'm best at, I'm going to do that. But if it's new and it's so cutting edge and I'm so bland, it's so special and everything, it's bleeding edge and, and that and that job doesn't exist yet and I can't monetize that, then I'm going to go work at Burger King. Mm-hmm. I'm going to work at wherever that can fucking hire me Yeah. and then stay there for two weeks. And then if I get a better job, move to that one. If I get a better job, move to that one. And that means I got to wake up earlier sometimes to do my thing. Right. Yeah. That means I got to go to sleep later to do my thing. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm going to thank God every day that I don't have children because I got that all that time is me time. I do more in one hour with kids than I ever did without kids. And 24 hours because I was a lazy, undisciplined schmuck Mm. that didn't have a higher purpose, right? right? Even though my dream and I was just as passionate and fired up, but I wasn't doing. And so I was depressed. And I've said this, and like I said, it's a cliche or whatever, but like I believe the exact opposite of depression is expression. And so you're expressing yourself because you're depressed, and I think that's good. Like I encourage that. But there's no getting around for any human on the planet. Mm. If you want to get the state of mind, the feelings, the ecstasy, whatever it is that you're really, really after, you have to reverse engineer that. And if you're not working towards that, you're, you're going further away from it. And that's also depression, right? And that ball's in your, co- in your court if, if you're woke, if you're fucking woke and you confront that, you say you're self-aware, well, then you know that you're the cause of your own suffering to an extent. That that Those are based on micro decisions. And so if you get to a point where it's test day and you fail that test, all those micro decisions led up to that fucking point. You're and you're in charge of that. Study. You're in charge of that right now. Yeah, but that's not how tests work. Just not how tests work. What do you mean? Tests are designed, you know? To There's what? a person... It doesn't, that's not the point. It's designed. The test is designed. What you want to accomplish passing that test, well, the test has to be impermeable. It has to be perfect. That makes a test. But when the test isn't perfect and it's the answer, I think you're. Then I'm. I'm, I'm, Dude, so like New Orleans, when that hurricane hit, that was the test. Yeah. So the fact that they didn't, you know, make the necessary precautions or whatever to protect as many people as possible is on them. To an extent, right? Like that's on them, but th- that was a natural disaster. That's a test, right? That's an it example. It could be a test from God. No. It could be a test from God. It could be a test yeah. from nature. It could be a test from man-made, what mm-hmm. have yous. Um, I mean, that's the that's aliens, th- that's the, the test, right? Harp. Like your um, you can't take your groceries up three flights of stairs. That's a test. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, there's nothing perfect about it. Like, e- either way, like you're you're th- you're through. In my opinion, like I see your pattern, like your neurological pattern of how like you avoid 
the difficulty and it's just another distraction to me. That's the way my mind interprets it. It's just another excuse, you know what I mean, to me. Saying, yeah, but this, I don't have control of that. It's like, dude, I'm in the same boat as you. Well, I don't mind. I'm not saying that either. I'm saying I'm looking for the easiest way to hack it. Okay. Okay. That kind of defines it. So let, let me give you a shortcut. I'll give you the easiest way to hack it. You want to know? I'll save you 10, 15 years because you're pretty stubborn. Might, maybe even 20 years. It's, it's hard work. There mm -hmm. is no other way and there never was. Take one to the Russians. Take take one hundred, dude. Vladimir Putin puts in the work. We'll tell that to the Russians. He's a motherfucking black belt. What does yeah, that mean, though? When you say that, what do you mean? What do you? What, what's your point? When you say that, tell it to the Russians. I Just mean, so I can understand. I don't understand it. This is because I think that because I stay consumer centric. Like like I talked to you about this before. The, the the narrative for people who are you're not, not they're not making any judgments about life they're just going about their lives working just doing normal things walking the dog you know whatever right. it is whatever the media tells them is true is what's true so all Russians are hackers to people like that they see a Russian they're a hacker they see a black they're a robber you know isn't that ignorance though isn't that willing to not learn not a different they're not they're they're knowledgeable of the <coughs> system they live in okay what is that what does it have to work what does it have to do about you getting the shortcut to hack the system and the shortcut is working what, what does it have to do with that this is all an algorithm right you're trying to cheat the system is what you're trying to do right. yeah it's what he's trying but what he's saying is you can't there's and, no and cheating you, there's you, no get rich quick scheme or there, everybody there would be rich there is there isn't there there, there, no. there, there is, is for 1% of the world no no, no there isn't nope. the short term yes short term short term could be 5 years you know, of like, man, I'm balling. And, but in the long term, you're going to be left with nothing. Maybe. I don't know. Why? How do you say that to someone like Mark Zuckerberg? He didn't cheat the system. Yeah. He hacked the system. No, he didn't. How did he, he yeah, did. how did he hack it? He hacked into the Harvard, Harvard EDU uh, system to allow his site to run. Because he had people program it from him. He stole that idea, first of all. He had the two twins program stole? that idea. That's a hack. Okay. Stealing but, is a hack. But the fact that he still had the idea. He, idea? He hacked it. How did he hack it? He went to the kids and said, hey, you guys can no, make this. No, you know what he did? He did the work. He wrote the code. He executed it. He branded it. He called it something. He got. He made the phone calls. He stayed up. He did the hours. He hired the programmers. He did the work. We would hope so. And those no, programmers are still it's, Those programmers are still making their money. It's not like they Those programmers are billionaires. In that, he, just happened to, he just happened to be in the right place at the right time, and he was prepared. He had luck. Mm -hmm. But the, per, the luck, again, is preparation and opportunity. It can be a bad opportunity. You can have bad luck. Bad luck is a thing. He just happened to have good luck because he was prepared for whatever situation he was in and he was able to capitalize. That doesn't mean that and he here's cheated a system or had thing, a cheat code. Here's the thing, brother. And I'm telling you, eat this. Like, eat this. You don't have to like it. Just swallow it. It's like vegetables. You don't have to like it, but it's, it's that, good for it's you. That it's that It's that vitamin C, man. I'm giving no, you some. I wish I, it was that Robitussin. Jesus Christ. I've never taken medicine, so I don't know what that is. That lean to it. Um, so, like, dude, it, it's a law. It's a law like gravity. Like you reap, you sow. You do the work, you get rewarded in public for what you do in private. It's just a law. And and you get you get uh, scrutinized for what you do in public or what you do in private in public. Certainly, you know, you know same, same. Certainly, I mean, if you if you advertise it, certainly you, you don't know? even have to advertise it. What if you were to be one of those people that fucking fapgate 
or whatever it was fucking called, where everybody's nudes got leaked, right? Yep. Like, you don't, now you're being subject, politicians, they say, if you're going to be a politician, you better have a squeaky clean record. Does anybody have a fucking squeaky clean record? No, they call everything out on you because you're a person that's supposed to lead a generation of people or uh, change society for the better, and yet they're digging up dirt on you when you were 18. You weren't even a fucking fully formed human at 18. So it's, it, it's you're going to get, you're going to get these obstacles. There's always going to be something in your way. It's how you adapt. So I, I think trying to cheat the system is failure. Yep. You're, you're trying to bypass hard work. It doesn't work. It, uh, spoiler alert, it doesn't work. For me, though, I'll tell you what you can do. I'll tell you what you can do. You can hack culture, and you should try to do that. Donald Glover does that. He hacks culture. He, he, he perfected pop culture. He understands consumer behavior. He understands like My what. My grandma doesn't give shit about that, though. No, but you That's do. not true. Your grandma listens to music. No, she doesn't. Okay, your grandma's an exception. No, I'd say there's a lot of women like my grandma. There's a lot of women like your grandma who and like my grandma who are going to die and okay, fuck them. They're not they're not they're not uh buyers, right? They're not buyers. Mm-hmm. And if you focus on them, then you're never going to fucking get anything. Right? You want to you want to I don't know. You want to you want to sell to people who want to buy, decision makers. That's business 101, right? So, if you hack culture and you know why Rick and Morty works, and you know why... I don't even think that show works. I don't like it. Okay. Well, guess what? The market disagrees with you, right? Hot Topic disagrees with you. And it's your job to not give a shit you what you like or what you it. don't like. You, your job is to give a shit with what works. What he's saying but I don't know if that it, works. What he's saying is if Donald and, and, Glover wanted to yeah, you sell a bunch of albums to old people, you, he on, would know how to sell a bunch of albums to old people. While doing that, while not labeling himself as a rapper so he can make Disney exactly, movies. Exactly. And, and make his name powerful so when he can go on and make his own shit, he can make his own shit. You know what I mean? Which is Atlanta, his show. He gets to make whatever he wants now because he leveraged his name. Otherwise, you could have been marginalized as just like a rapper yeah, or just a comedian or just was, a black he nerd was when or whatever. He was a comedian. Yep. When he was a comedian, he wasn't doing. But anything. that's what's that's why it's working. Because he knows how to hack pop culture, not cheat the game. He bust his ass. He bust his ass late nights. Moved to New York. He had a uh, first of all, black dude in 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 a, in a former Confederate state. You know what I mean? Raised Jehovah's Witness. Never even had a shot at like consuming pop culture. Had to. Had to had to kind of like cheat on his parents' morals to do that to watch The Simpsons and to enjoy Prince albums or whatever to eventually move, say fuck all this and fuck my six siblings and I'm gonna go to New York because I'm going all in on me like that's work man he wrote essays to get scholarships to do that you know what on I mean all his writing and his shows well, not the opposite but a, a different variant of that is Hobson uh, who's that Hobson mm-hmm. um, young man from California rapper from same kind of makeup as uh, as Easy actually was signed by Easy's wife, um, formed What's his own label, performs with like. Uh, what about him though? I mean, he he started his career in Disney, uh, then went off the other direction, you know, made a lot of money in the long term. How did he do that? Probably through, I would assume. Yeah, are you saying that he didn't do Disney the hard character. work? Are you saying that he didn't do no. like the work or the hours or the preparation? Guilty for it? by association. What? He's associated to Disney. So if he stays associated to Disney, he's going to succeed. No. No, it's not true. What about, case, all the, what about all the Mickey Mouse Club kids that never made it anywhere? There. No, they aren't. They're all there. Britney, Justin Timberlake are. But nobody else there is. in some form or fashion. Not now. They could have easily failed. Deceased, but they're or all there. So they're, maybe it's business. Maybe it's... They're you don't all know. there. You don't, but not, they might not be successful. 
and that's that goes what that is goes success? that goes against who, who, did, who there we go who does who that who determines, determines. What success if you is? don't know your own definition of that your shit's fucked yeah. Well, you can know your own definition, but how do other people determine it? But That's state. You're here's trying the thing. to let me, let me tell somebody you something. else's definition. Let me tell you something. If I have a 2019 Escalade, what does that do for you? What If you have it? Yeah. What does that do for you, Trent? What does that do for you? Knives, can we go downtown with your You think I'm going to answer your phone call? If, you? if, if, a, if I'm that guy? He's got a fucking 2008 dude, first of all, Tahoe, dude. I don't even give a fuck about Escalade, Escalades, right? But I'm using that as an example. Like, What does that do for you? It doesn't do anything for you're you. You're gauging your success off what other people so, think so, successful. So, so that's why I'm asking you, like, what that is for you. And if you don't know what that is, then you, you, you're, success to you, you're, you're going east for a sunset, and you're not going to fucking find it, right? Like, you need to know what that is for you. This goes back to, and we talked but about I, on the other podcast, what's the outcome? Yeah. That that you got to reverse engineer that. What's your outcome? Some people just want to dance, man. That's mm-hmm. their outcome. Dance. Mm-hmm. Work at Dairy Queen and dance, and and dude, that's their life. That's fucking awesome. They won. They won. A prime example of this yeah, is I... Tosh had a guest, and Tosh's guest was this Daniel like, Tosh. Yeah, and hit one of his guests was because he does web redemptions and he picks people that have like a hundred viewers, right? One of his guests was some lady that dressed up in animal outfits. She would do like was she hot? Toilet? No. To some people, I mean, to someone, I'm sure she was. To me, no. But she like glued or taped a bunch of like toilet paper rolls to make like an elephant snout and like uh-huh. she did shit like that right yeah, yeah. and i think tosh during the episode asked him like what would you be doing if you weren't doing this like because this is just outland this is weird shit you're doing like uh-huh. period blood stuff you're making really artsy stuff uh-huh. what would you be doing are you doing it for shock why are you doing this what would you be doing if you weren't doing this and she was like i don't care i'd probably be just be doing this she's like yeah. i enjoy it i don't i really identify as a female she looked at it. she didn't look like she cared much about her image or how people perceived her she just wanted to dress up like fucking animals and do it mm-hmm. to her she was probably the happiest person on the planet mm-hmm. does that do fucking anything for you mm-hmm. and i was thinking about that yeah like that doesn't affect me that doesn't put money in but my this, that doesn't put bread on my table she's the experience is what i, I well if, if i if i choose to focus on that and appreciate that that's that's, that's also a choice right and you choose that right mm-hmm. so Appreciate your own uh, values, mm-hmm. but if I want to take you with me to Gaines, because we we're going to fucking film festival, you you're on the boat. That's then your decision. I mean, if I choose to and accept, if you say no. I'm gonna feel I'm gonna be upset, and you did that to me. Well, th- one could say that you allowed yourself to feel. Yeah, that I way. did. Sure. Why don't you but take you somebody still else? Did that to me. I would take you as well. But I mean, no. But what I I, I didn't mean that like that. I meant what is gonna upset you about him not wanting to go? Because it's knives. But that he maybe he has no interest in that film stuff. You think he does, but he may not. No, that's not why. Why would he you be upset? He turned me down. Oh, man. I mean, people got shit to do. Oh, okay. So do that. That's, that's the rejection that, thing. That, Are you worried about rejection? That's ego shit, that's man. That's abandonment. That's ego shit, man. That is abandonment. Yeah, I, I, I'm worried about Did that happen recently? Did that happen recently? Like, because you seem really raw about it. I mean, I feel abandonment every day. Okay, but that that so. your parents the who abandoned you was that recent, or were uh, you like well, a, I mean, a like, toddler or something? I don't well, I mean, yes, it's it's a continued life thing. So I. So they felt, constantly abandon you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And what do you do about that? I think I've sheltered myself and retreat, like, pulled away from. Fair enough. Society. Fair enough. And and how's that working for you? Uh. While it makes you feel good, sp- for yourself. In the short term. In the, well, in the long term too, because you've spent a lot of time building yourself mm-hmm. when you start working against the society problems start arising because you've been 
on a whole nother. Or so me, so here's I've here's been on another. Th- and, and okay, so clear as crystal, mm-hmm. I get you. Yeah. So you're okay when you're alone and you're isolated and, and when you're on your little planet. Mm-hmm. But when you go outside, you get fucking shat on because that's the world. Uh, no, I think it's just an opposition. So it's like they think the same way, you know. But that's the world is yeah. what I'm telling you. That's the world. That's America. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not going anywhere, right? Are you an introvert or an extrovert? I asked you that when we had lunch the other day, dinner. Mm-hmm. I mean, in situations like this. Where I, I can be. I mean, like I, I mean, like the your inner child. Yeah, like, character wise. Like, who are you? Like, are are you an introvert or an extrovert? Do you need oh. people, or are you like I want to avoid people? I'm an indigo child. I don't know what that means. I don't know. It's some bullshit someone told me one time. So, uh, how about you confront that? The truth. Are you an introvert or are you an extrovert? I'm not gonna get you off the hook. I guess I'm an extrovert. You're an extrovert. So you you, you feed off of like the energy of people. No. Okay, so you're an introvert. So that's cool, and, and, and introverts win. Like introverts can win. They become coders, they become graphic designers, or they become mm-hmm. EDM artists. Like, you know, they're just like, I'm not fucking here. I'm just doing me. And everybody else is going fucking wild and shit. Like, you can win. I would study introverts as well, and I would study how they fucking won. Yeah, but then someone hacks me. You know? See, that right there, you got a losing mindset. Mm-hmm. You got a fucking loser mindset. I gotta know. I gotta know all and the it's, aspects. And it's conditioned because you focus instantly and exclusively on the negative first. It's a defensive mechanism. It, it certainly is, and you can change that. It's going to take time. There's a lot of people on the team. There's to, a lot of people on the offense. To habitu- to habitualize that, it's going to take time for you to automate that where you're mm-hmm. like, hey, that shit doesn't bother me. It takes time. Until yeah. it does. No, no, no. Until it does. Until it does. Until it does. And, and, and it used to, it, I used to be in a depression for 18 months. Oh, And then nine months, and then six months, and then three months, and then 90 days. And then now it fucks with me for like, Three hours and then I, I'm I'm back. But that's what's important. Are you medicated? Absolutely not. That's uh, what's important. But do you like do certain things that that have become a, a regiment? Uh, yeah, abs- absolutely. What okay. is that? Um, it's, it's where it's gonna. Okay, first of all, I've tried a lot of things and some things don't work for me. I've smoked weed, did not work for me. Mm-hmm. I've drank alcohol, did not work for me. Um, I've had promiscuous sex and I know you talked about that on your other podcast. Like, you know, it didn't work for me. Like it, it didn't make me fulfilled and I'm sex positive, whatever people want to do, no judgment, like fuck all day. Like it's cool. Um, I tried different things like, you know, uh, um, never pills or anything. Like I couldn't get my ha- hands on them, but they kind of freaked me out. Like I would never try like, I don't know. I don't even know pills on such a square, like Oxycontin or something. Like, I, I don't know. I wouldn't try anything like that, but, um, I, I keep a journal. I'm a big journal guy, and I said this in Pipe Dream. Like, I, I write words down on paper so I can see my thoughts. Like, mm-hmm. that's really important to me. So I can go back and be like, 2004, I felt this, or whatever. Like, yeah. that that helps my brain. I've had concussions and shit, so I can't fucking remember something sometimes, so I like to tap into that. I, I make art, dude. Like, that's habitualized. Like, I have to make art every day. If I don't, like, I get sick. Like, I, I crawl into a ball, and then I'm no good for anybody, right? And I'm a provider, so that, can't, that shit can't happen. On a practical level, like, I do like these breathing techniques when I work out mm-hmm. that make me feel so euphoric. I almost piss my pants every time. Kundalini type of stuff. I don't know what that is. Mm-hmm. I no. take deep breaths of four. I hold for times four. Sometimes it's deep breaths of six. Either way, it's it's times four. So if you know that's kind of a weird thing. I have to, I have to like write it down. But like just say I'll use four for example. Is you it can the factor. Wim Hof method. I don't know what that is. Like I don't know what it's called. I forgot where I picked it up. But like I'll inhale for four beats. Mm-hmm. I'll hold for four times that. So that would be four times four. Is were you in drama? No. <laughs> and then I exhale 
for eight beats. Mm. And after and what it does is like your your body thrives off of oxygen, right? So your your blood cells are getting a lot of fucking oxygen. They love it. And when you exhale, it stimulates your lymphatic system, right? So it boosts your fucking uh, your uh, immunity system, mm-hmm. and it gets you fucking high. It's like runner's high. And I know how to get there every time. Before I came to this podcast. I was doing that so I can fucking be fucking see, legit for you guys. Do you see do yourself you, as a, as like a as an actor? No. Do you see yourself in front of the camera? Do you, do you mean like do I see myself performing in mm-hmm. front of the camera for other people? Mm-hmm. Um, no. It, well, but uh, you have you ha- you have I I mean a few buddies have been like can you do this for me and I'll do it. I mean pipe yeah. dream pipe pipe dream. Is yeah, but your... nobody I directed that. Well, right, but I mean, you're still a performer in a way. Yeah, but I directed that. Like, w- it, would I audition for somebody else's thing? No, no, no. So I do the breathing techniques. That gets me high, and when I do that, I anchor shit, and I think about like what I'm grateful for. I think about man, my daughter's so fucking safe right now, and so it, it, it's a feeling of euphoria and bliss, and I anchor that so I can tap into it any time. And so when shit gets me down, and this is where it sounds crazy, but it's biological and it's neurological. And you can link these neurological chains to where, as opposed, okay, like I'll give you an example. Real talk, real talk. My biggest, like, the thing that fucks me up, I'm talking about, it's like a relapse. It's like, I might as well just do, like, hit a crack pipe, is sugar. Like, I'm a sugar addict. If, and I wouldn't, like, this to me, like, if there's donuts in my house, I'm like, you might as well just put a meth lab in my house. I'm just like, get this shit out of here, for real. Uh, my family knows it. I'm a bummer sometimes. I'm super fun at parties. Once again, for, guys, I have no friends, right? So I, I remember I went 30 days with no sugar, and I lost like 25 pounds. Like I was looking good, and I was like, Bleh! I was like the ultimate spaz, right? And then I got into a big fight with my girlfriend. I never told anybody this before. I got into a big fight, and uh, have you been tested for diabetes? No, but I don't have diabetes. I have been tested for diabetes. I I, I don't have diabetes. Um, well, thank God. And the I don't got the beaters. And I, 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 you know, needless to say, I was triggered. We got into a big fight. I find myself at a McDonald's. I find myself at another gas station. I end up getting a big red, like a binge, right? I binge a lot. And, and so I, I, that was like my way of like abusing alcohol, which is like binging bad food. So I go to my mom's house and uh, she had, um, what are those do- donuts? What are they called? Uh, Donut- donuts? No, 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 no. Hostess? N- not Shipley's. There's another one. Hot and ready? No, no, no. What is it called? Krispy Kreme. Uh, she had Krispy Kreme Bro, you donuts. Better, you better fucking hold your tongue, sir, if you're going to say some shit about Krispy Kreme. It's going to get bad. My shit. Dude, it's going to get bad. So she had Krispy Kreme donuts, and it had, like, jizz inside the middle, right? You know what I'm saying? I take a bite. Once again, 30 days, no sugar. I take a bite. Threw up. My brain, dude, I it was like a hurricane was in my brain. My neurons were just, like, going like this. I was spinning in my chair. I was like, holy fucking shit. I swallow it. I'm going to lose you. You're going to be like, knives is a nut. I started hearing voices. Mm. And it was saying, like, jack off right now. You need to jack off. Like, you need a nut right now. And I was just like, what the fuck? And I, I almost did. I was like, I'm going to take out my phone and, and go to UJIS or whatever, and I'm going to watch porn right now in my mom's kitchen. I didn't. I didn't, I swear. And then I heard this voice that said, when you, imb- when you abuse your indulgence, you lose yourself. And I'll never forget that. And I've never gone 30 days without sugar since. It sucks. It's embarrassing. 
and that's a losing mindset. And those neurons were connected. And I feel like I'm Wait saying this. You haven't eaten sugar for? No, 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 no. I have, obviously. And I have. And I haven't gone 30 days without it since. Why? Because that, that was like a big, big, big relapse. And, and then sometimes I'll have, um, oh, one Hershey's kiss isn't going to hurt. And then, you know, I'm on a fucking bender. Like, it's bad. It's bad. It's neurological. What Let me just the, get this part up. Let me just, when you, when you abuse your indulgence, your indulgences, you lose yourself. Right? So I say this. Because you it, the it, positive and the negative, I think an indulgence is can, can so be, is a negative. If you become addicted so, to something, so let me just get this out right. My neurons were connected to coming mm. and and consuming sugar. Mm -hmm. They were connected. Terrible. That's well, a terrible that's also, neural bridge to have. Also a language thing. Absolutely. So how yeah. many times have I binged on cookies and Oreos and jacked off afterwards? Right. Like obviously millions of times. Well, how many times have you said? Do you use this this uh, this romantic phrase? Give me some sugar. No. You don't hear that, but you've heard it before, I've heard right? it, yes. I've so also heard, pour some sugar on me. I've heard that one. So it's stuck. It's it's in us. Absolutely. So you can rewire the brain. Yeah. You can rewire the brain, and I try to do that every day. And I've rewired it for positivity, man. Mm -hmm. Like, I didn't wake up like this. Like, I became this. I created this. Beyonce woke up like this. Brick, no, and she didn't, though. But uh, that's, like, the most baller thing she can say, and it correlates to her brand, and that's neither here or there. But brick by brick, I created the Knives Monroe Tower. That is Tower. here there because you brought up the Coca-Cola thing with Taylor Swift. Pepsi. Beyonce was a pep with two different things. Neither here or there. Pepsi, brother. So my point is they I, are you, two of the same. I, every day I rewire. Yeah. I, I have to uh, fire up those synapses mm -hmm. in my neurons of positivity, right? So I do the breathing technique and I work out. So is I, real cane sugar better than regular cane No, sugar, sugar. all sugar is bad. But you got to have it. No, you don't. Well, no, 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 no. I mean, I don't want It's like a disease, dude. Like mm -hmm. uh, I've gone to OA. That's how real it is. Hmm. Overeaters Anonymous. Hmm. That's how real it is. Like, it's bad. That sounds like an interesting conversation. Well, it's a painful one, and I don't want to turn it into that. My point is, hmm. like, I know what it's like to have your brain wired for, like, the downward spiral. Mm -hmm. I know what it's like. And it's also your duty to snap yourself out of it. Nobody else on this planet gives a shit about you, Trent. I Nobody mean, else on this planet's going to fucking save you. There's no Santa Claus. He's not going to save you. Only you got to do Kendrick that. Kendrick Lamar's talked about that on, that on the Black Panther album a lot. Dude, all your heroes, your hero. all your heroes have figured it out. Mm. Yeah, they've they figured it out. Whatever they are, whoever they are, mm. people I've never heard of. Maybe they're the Mark Zuckerbergs and all that, but they figured it out. They put their fucking face down and they got to work. Does that make us antagonists? I told my to my I, I told my son who when he got a D on his report card. Mm. Brian, hold your thought because I want to get into it. Sorry, but I got to get the fuck no, off no, this no, tangent. No, no, you're good. Please, please. I, I told my my son he got a D on his report card and he's been playing a lot of games. Like it's gotten to a point where I'm gonna sell his Xbox One just because I'm a dick. Because he plays fucking Fortnite all the time, and it's like, dude, if you can just put a modicum of your passion of Fortnite into your game, into your studies, like, dude, you'll be great. And I told him, here's the thing: my biggest fear is is for you being lazy, because whatever you want to do, what do you want to do? What do you want to be? So he he went to school, and he's like, I want to be a YouTuber. They're doing some assignment, and they're like, this teacher told him be realistic, so he wrote garbage man, and the teacher's like, okay, and he got an A or whatever, and he was just, and I and I was proud of him. I was like, they told me to be realistic, man, and your fucking dad. <laughs> gets after it and he's living his dream. So you should have stood your ground, I told him, and been like, no, I want to be a YouTuber. No, I want to be a YouTuber. So I told him, hey, you want to be a YouTuber, right? There's not one YouTuber that has over 100,000 subs who doesn't fucking get five hours of sleep every day and work his fucking face off or her face off. Like, she does. If you have over a million subs, you fucking work harder than anybody else mm -hmm. that you know. But it looks like they just show up like this. Like, it looks like that. And I was telling Aiden, my son, I was like, dude, 
you want to do that and you want to be great, you got to show everybody that you're disciplined and that you can work and you can you can bring home the B's and the A's or whatever. Like if you don't start doing that now, by the time you're 18, it's going to be too late, man. And you want to have a million subs or whatever. Like it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. I'm not telling you you can't do it. I'm telling you how to do it. And there's a difference there. And that hard work is everything, man. And I'm going to say this again for the last time because I feel like this is like a theme in a way, but like your goddamn generation just thinks you show up and the picture is fucking perfect. I used to listen to music and think like, well, they, they recorded all, uh, I used to think the Beatles recorded their music all in one take. I used to be like, they just showed up in the studio and recorded it. Here's yesterday. Yeah, yeah. No, I didn't know that. No, do it again. Do it again. No, hit that bridge again. Do this. And hey, you didn't get that note right. I didn't know that. And I was like, once I learned that, I was like, well, fuck, man, what they do is really, really hard. It's real easy to look at a stand-up comic and be like, I can make people laugh. And you get out there and you bomb and you die. And you're like, there's a reason why Dave Chappelle is a god. So all those gods work harder than anybody else. And they demand more from themselves than anybody could ever expect. And if you think you're going to cheat that, you're fucked. One take Drake, never have to take to it. He got lucky for doing that, if anything. Because that's not, that's not how I'll tell you why Drake his did, I'll tell you why Drake so didn't get it. I don't even know what that is. That's not a clear picture. I don't know. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. But if Drake freestyled a line that came out of nowhere, it was all the work that got into it. So he can, yep. and he got into state. So when he did that freestyle, something like sh- that shit would come out. Yep. You're never gonna catch a fish if you don't fucking put your your hook out there. He puts his hood, hook out there every day, and in that moment, he caught a big ass fucking fish. This motherfucker's been fishing for 15 years. That's how he did it. He didn't just fucking show up and, ca- and catch that line. The zone That's is not- a, there's a real thing. You can be in the zone and be it can you know it doesn't mean you're repeating yeah, what yeah, you yeah. said a week or two ago. Uh, yeah, yeah. You got to be good at asking questions. I think the important I think the important message here is though, and I don't want to take away from anything you said, but regardless of all that effort you put in, you're going to have the shit test days. You're going to get that phone call that someone was in an accident. Mm -hmm. The preparation and how you prepared to take that state of panic or that state of anxiety or that state of depression or whatever it may be in. Because, again, you may have had 18 months of depression, two years of depression, whatever it is, and then something happens and you're put in another month of depression. Mm-hmm. That's what that's where you got to manage those those obstacles. you got to be able to sit here and go, I felt this before. I don't like this feeling. I've practiced how to change my mindset. But as you said, you know, everybody's got to do it. they got to do multiple takes on it to make it perfect. You for do. Instance, I think he makes a lot of statements that I can turn into questions that make – a hook. You got the bridge. I got the hook. What is it? Ask He's questions. He's got the the you know the verse. I don't even have to make them because just by being who I am, he, there's an initial question of reality. I'm younger. I'm always I'm looking up to you guys as older and more experienced figures. So I don't really need to ask the questions. I mean, you I mean, do. Though. How extent, do you expect like, to get the how answers? How did you get here? Who is Knives Monroe? Why did you choose to you know come? come here like what what brought you here i was hungry i was hungry and my kids had to eat yeah and but what the the thing that like i'm a little ashamed of that before you had kids what brought you here because you wouldn't have kids if you didn't i i needed to suffer and i think Mm. i romanticized that belief to an extent where I, i didn't have to so to. okay, here's my question. But I, I needed to suffer because I wanted to get fucking strong. So what is it that made you make the decision of suffering 
or taking the university route or the high paying job route or the nine to five route because you clearly made that decision. Independence. Like, and as a result of that, do you think any of that benefits your success today? He because his, you didn't choose that. Can I answer? Which part? You chose yeah, to sure. go independent instead of getting into a degree. Knives. What got you here? I mean, your two feet, a car, a bus. Like, and a lot of, dude, I'll be honest with you. Like, my mom reminded me of this the other day. Um, I got some tough shit going on at home with my grandma. You know, it's typical stuff. We're, we're, it's not going to happen to all of us, right? What's that? Uh, she had a stroke, like, around Thanksgiving, and she's bedbound. And she had, actually had multiple strokes. Sorry so, eh, it's life, man. It's life. And, and also, uh, she's she lived an incredible life and i hope her legacy isn't going to be defined by like the finality of what's going on because uh, she uh, hard-working woman she did, no, she, she's just made you know, for her family she like. she had eight kids you know and mm-hmm. uh, she raised everybody right so anyways my mom you know our, our conversations are pretty somber as of late i'll be honest but she she was like hey son she's like do you remember when you used to tell me that um that you wouldn't make it past 15 oh it's because i'm gonna turn 30 and i was like yeah i remember that i forgot about that i was like mom like God damn, I thought about killing myself all the time. Like, I, th- I had suicidal thoughts all the time. And um, I'm glad I didn't do it. Um, if I really wanted to kill myself, I would have. But I had something to live for, narcissism or something, right? Do you think you spiritually died? No. At any point in time? No. Can I ask why you were suicidal? Uh, I, I, so, like, I've always been, like, a melancholy guy. Like, uh... You know, just like you, or not just like you, but like when I was four, um, and and I don't romanticize these things because they already happened, and I'm looking forward, but just to give you guys context, like when I was four years old, you know, uh, I caught my father like cheating on my mom. I let her know what was up, and uh, they got divorced, and, uh, you know, so it was just me, my mom, and my brother, and my mom had to file for bankruptcy. She dropped out of school, and a whole racket, right? You know, my grandma helped raise us and all that, and I saw her rise like a fucking phoenix. She eventually got her. Um, your mom. Do you yes, think it would be worse eventually... if you saw your mom cheating on your father? I don't know. I'll, I'll never know. And unfortunately, I don't have to worry about that. Um, but even then, like, parents are programmers, right? So even the absence of my father, like, he has programmed me. And I'm grateful for that because I wouldn't have my daughter, Fiona, if it wasn't for him. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have this conversation with you. What brought me here? Him, in a lot of ways. So I'm grateful for that. Or that's the way I choose to look at it. it bend that. Tell that's, the le- that's the lens, right, that I choose to see that through. Like, that's a choice. That's an option, right? Mm-hmm. So... Um, I've always been a melancholy kid, and and growing up in the valley, so you have a lot of feelings, dude. Hypersense aware, mm-hmm. like ever since I can remember, hypersense aware. Do you do you feel like that imposes on other people? Oh, absolutely. I think that's why I have no friends. I mean, Claire is Maybe, like, she's so nuts because I don't know how she puts. Can you imagine putting up with this every fucking day? You need a lot of attention. I do. Yeah, which I get it. Yeah, and I never got it as a kid. So, so th- th- let me tell you what that, th- why I wanted to kill myself, right, or as a kid, or why I had thoughts about it all the time. Um, I believe we're all born with, like, a light. Like, we all have a light, and it shines bright. Mm-hmm. And um, my daughter's light is, like, the most radiant in my eyes. I'm, and I, f- I fan those flames, and I encourage her to just be herself and be goofy and be herself. Mm-hmm. And I know whatever she chooses to do or be, she will be excellent at that and have fun doing and being it if she has that light. Well, I feel like I still sing the same song that you sing. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, you we talked about religion er, a little bit earlier. What what brought you to where your religion, where you're at today? How religious you are today? I, I, I'll get to that, I promise. So, uh, you know, I, I had a light as a kid, and people tried to kill that light. 
even mm. even up to like my adulthood, like 25, 26, 27, people tried to kill that light for whatever reason, selfish reasons, cra- crazy reasons, maybe some of that sometimes. I, it's not for me to say I don't care. That's their business. Well, I'm third people party, tried I'm to sorry. hurt my light mm-hmm. and uh, and I got out of it with it intact. But like in middle school, dude, I was dying. Like that light was dying. Mm. That light was dying. And I knew when it went out, I didn't want to go on. I didn't want to keep going. Mm-hmm. So that's, that, that answers that. So I'm religiously, like I always believed in God. I just denied it up until very recently, until I accepted, uh, you know, God into my life. And and I wanted to be more. uh, I just knew that I was afraid of like accepting God because I knew the responsibility that came with it, and I wasn't afraid of the responsibility anymore because I knew it could make me a better asset to people's lives. Can I ask you a question? Absolutely. Is it a? What uh, we're here for, bruh? What if that lights out? What if that light is out? Lights went out for me. No, not for you, but someone else, a young, young person coming out. So that's that my light is out. The see, only way to get it so, back is to put so, the fucking what's the fucking thing on the stove, the pilot light. You gotta so, light that bitch back th- up. That, that's my that's my purpose in life yeah. is to fan other people's flames mm-hmm. for those people that never that so so they can shine bright. That's my purpose in life, and I scale that through films and art. Like that's how I do it, right? But that's my purpose in life is to fan those flames mm-hmm. and other people because I don't I don't like to see other people suffer. Yeah, your question, Brian. Oh, uh, when okay. So when you say God, is it a Christian God? What kind of God is it? I know, right? Um, or is it just that you believe there's? Because was it you that was talking about does order? Does it have to be so? There's specific? an order. No, I don't look at things that way. What do you mean? Order. I, order I, I might have been. Flops, I might have been. I might have been listening to something. Yeah. Um, something else, but it was like a. A lot of people look at things like there is a higher power or like an intelligence, right? Intelligent sure. design, sure, sure, sure. a god, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Right? Are you a liberal? I don't know what that means. And Libertarian, if, maybe? I don't know. I don't know what that means. You're not a Republican. I don't know what that means. I like those answers. I don't know what that means. Like, like re- you're not you're really not don't. interested in politics at all? Like you have no knowledge of politics or you oh, don't know man. what it means to be a Republican so in this like, day and age? So like working with Dakota, who's a guy that like has fought – Mm-hmm. On the battlefield, he's killed motherfuckers. Like he's fought for this he doesn't country. Care who's in charge? No, absolutely not. Well, it, he he believes in the mission. In no, no, no. Absolutely, I disagree with what you said. Like he has a mission, right? My point is, he is a warrior. Mm-hmm. He's a warrior. Mm-hmm. I am not. I've told him, dude, you are a gun, and I'm a paintbrush. We couldn't be any more different, but we're brothers, right? So, mm-hmm. I don't look at like politics that way. Like as an artist, I'm like, what can I do to paint a picture? Like I can't. I'm not a politician, like, so I'm not trying to sell anything, so I don't have that agenda. Like, I'm also not a lobbyist, so I can't try to trick people or sell somebody on something. Like, so my political agenda is, like, how can I bend it through my lens? So I know it's kind of like a cop-out, right? But, like, I'm an artist. Like, I don't give a shit. I'll put a Hitler mustache on Marilyn Monroe and be like, you tell me. Like, I don't fucking know. Like, I don't know what it is, you know, to answer your question. You know, it's it's the gun and a paintbrush are almost synonymous because the the first art to be made was the, a rock thrown against a wall, you know? Mm. So. Well, like I said, I think that's why we have a lot in common. Our values are almost the same. Mm-hmm. So back to the God question. Is the it Christian, Christian God? God or um, is it just a, an idea of a higher power? You do believe that there is a purpose and an order after this? I, t- I can't answer that, man. Like, that's so hard. Like, I can't say the Christian God because, like, I don't know um, – People that go to church, like, I don't know their God. Like, sometimes I feel like it's our God, right? Like, it's Mm -hmm. our God. Like, I I don't know. Like, I think there's some people that are seriously fucked up in the head that think they believe in God that 
they don't believe in my God. Like, I do believe that. Like, people that go inside airplanes and <laughs> blow up our fucking uh, buildings, like, I don't think they believed in my God. I, just a hunch. Maybe a wrong interpretation. Well, I think they still believe in because that I that just believe in the same God, that right? that technically is a is a wiring of the brain. They mm. were taught something to believe that that I, was I mean, the God they had to serve. I mean, you're right, right? right? Like uh, it, it, you know, they believed in Pepsi, and I believe in Coke. I guess like at the end of the day, mm. um, but, but you both believe in. But a I soda. but but I can't say, oh, their God is the Muslim God. It's wrong. My right. God's a Christian God. It's right. I can't say that. But it's really just an our God thing. Do you believe do you in Jesus? Do, I'm still tr- really trying to figure that out. Like I do. You I can do, believe in like Jesus. I do no. check out the Bible, man. But I don't just stop there. Like I like. A bunch of different texts. You can believe in Jesus and not not believe in God or not be religious. Dude, but here's the thing: like I believe in Jesus, like I believe in him, his teachings. I like, yeah. I, you know what? Like to speak like in the current textures, like I believe in the Jesus brand. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I'm all about that Jesus brand yeah. and forgiveness. Uh, yeah, like I'm all about that New Do Testament brand. Do unto others brand. and yeah. love Dude, thy brother. And, and that's another thing: like I, I treat people the way I want to be treated. You know, like if I'm hard on you, Trent, it's because, man, I've been you and I would I needed someone like me. I needed a big brother to give a fuck about me mm-hmm. and I didn't have it. You know what I mean? So well, it, go, it goes back to my mission. Like in a position where you're doing that and you don't need to do it. I know. And I'm, wor- I'm working on that. I'm There's working on that. And, and Claire provides me that balance because she she saves me from being like knives. That's not your Claire. hill to die on. I've never met Claire. No, I know. But she's the yin he to my yin. like ink. that with me. Yeah. With the abruptness until I met Beck and I was like. Uh, this is the way I am, you know. Right. This is the way I speak. I get that, man. Yeah. But but I'll tell you this. And then it gets filtered. That, that, that's the, why I asked different. you at the top of the show. Like, are you looking to vent? Cause vent at me, bro. Vent at me, cause I think some great shit can come from that. No, or are you looking for a strategy? A I was like, if you're looking for a strategy, then there's proven tactics out there that can get you out of that rut. That's the only reason why I asked. Do you think that we all have the same narrative? Like, no. The overarching narrative is no. the same. Um. You're I mean, familiar you're, with what's going on. You're, you you live and you die. But you're familiar with what's going on in America to a certain degree, right? I, I'm, I know that I don't know everything that's going on in America. But you have a voice to that. I really don't know what that is. Oh, I don't know what that is. That's not me. That's not t- It's not me either. It is me. I'm so embarrassed. I had an alarm for 8 o'clock. That was for yesterday. It's all good. Don't worry about I'm it. I'm embarrassed. No. Damn it. We don't edit here, guys. It was an alarm. Except for the cuts. What it's worth, it's happening. an airplane mode, man. So I covered my bases. Um, am I aware with what's going on in America? Um, you know, my answer to that is let's chill for a bit. And I, I want to know if Brian has some spots that he wants to hit because I want to be able to do good by you. I, <clears throat> I've i kind of let this take its course, and I'm, I'm along for the ride. Uh, it's it's going to it's going to provide what it needs to provide. So no, by all means. Well, I respect that. You know what? If anything, this shit has been chaotic. Am I right? Hey. Da, da, da. No, no, no. But I mean, do I know what's going on in America? I mean, dude, I, you want to know what's fucked up? You want to know what's fucked up? You want to know what's fucked up? Dude, I I know what's really going on in America. Dramatic pause. <laughs> Didn't give us anything? No. You can't do that. I won't allow that on the podcast. You got to tell me. You got to get elaborate. Is that a statement of what, 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 going what, what, on what, What's the name of my first episode of Pipe Dream? It's called "I Take Secrets to the Grave." That's right. Oh wow! Hmm. Yeah. And hmm. you you actually say that like while you're being interviewed, right? Or you explain why you called it that? I did in the I show. I think I do that on not on purpose. Okay. 
Yeah. So to answer your question, yeah, I mean, I, I do. It's unfortunate. Not really, man. I mean, it's it's a perspective, you know. Is there a reason we won't talk about it? Um. Yes. Is because we're you, on air? No, I wouldn't tell you off air. Really? Do you yeah. believe in? Uh, you hold it that. I mean, real quick, I got it. I'm sorry, I'm on. Hey, you, I, you, you know what the answer killer? is? You, no, you know what the answer is? Loyalty. You don't like cereal? You don't eat cereal in the morning? Uh, I'm trying to get off. So you are. So. Like, dude, <laughs> you put Captain Crunch in my house. I'm a, I'm a goner. You know what I mean? It's over for me. You you mentioned Krispy yeah. Kreme earlier. Yeah, yeah. I want to know if you've ever been to Voodoo. Have you ever had a Voodoo donut where they put Captain Crunch on the donuts? What the fuck? Yeah, see, I don't know if you know what's going on in the world. Dude, okay, loyalty. I would not touch that. Can you bring up your loyalty? Are you statement? sure you wouldn't touch it? We put it in your. I wouldn't. Program? I wouldn't touch it. No. Out of out of. I mean, what? surely if we had what? you here again, dude, if you put for uh, an interview and I cut a Captain Crunch donut in thirds, if you put avocado in a third of it, if you put avocado and salt on the table, I'll be all about that life. Oh well, yeah, because it's good. Because it's good. But I'm also gonna put a Captain Crunch donut in front I, of your face. I won't go there. And that's like putting Maybe crack cocaine next. I'm gonna to get you. I'm gonna get you on a week where you haven't had it. Maybe I be and you maybe woke up five minutes later, you know, and you. Dude, fucking... my goal is to eliminate sugar for the rest of my life. That's my goal. Should eliminate salt too. No, salt's good for you. Sodium is very good for you. Only a slight amount. Uh, we can talk about that. I, I, I'm not gonna get down Jesus the salt debate. God, Christian God, no salt. I mean, I just be, I because. Uh, Throwing salt on this right now. Well, no, but so my mom has PJ health issues, salt. and she has what? my mom has a lot of health issues. Gout. Uh, I, mean, I don't think I could ever. Expl- I don't think he could ever explain what he's got going on, at least in a, in the language that we would understand. Me? It's do you like do a me. lot of drugs, Trent? I mean, I did. For I did mushrooms when I was in that's uh, it in college. Uh, I did MDMA. Um, okay, enough said. Yeah, go, a couple different things. Go on, brother. What's your mom? Oh, I was, so related. Getting into. I mean, so I had to kind of help her, uh, like readjust her diet a little mm-hmm. bit. And you know, sugars aren't good. Weeds. Yeah. Uh, and Flour. yeah, and so she has gout, mm-hmm. and it's it's a lot of time acid- acidity. We'll, yeah. we'll flare that up. Inflammation. Yep. And uh, you would expect salt to be like really acidic, uh, which I mean it, it is. It can it can cause some issues, but we we had to do like this whole salt thing and the amount of sodiums that people like. I don't know that that goes into the whole health thing. Like, the amount of grams salt, you though. can have for sugar, like the the way that they do food labeling. That's all kind of ass backwards. It should be another way, but sodium's not that bad. It's not that bad for you. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, you don't want too much of it, but it's not as bad. I mean, I think people think just like cholesterol isn't that bad. Other things like that, like salt's not that bad for you. That's good to know. Um, Salt on everything. I mean, isn't like sea salt good for you? Uh, It's supposed to be. Yeah, it's supposed to be really good for you. Um, It's a mineral. So back to real quick, you were talking about breathing. Please look look up the if you're gonna write stuff down. I will. Wim Hof. W I M, H O F. Um, so this is a gentleman that uh, mm. basically submerges himself into like ice, mm, yes, and he's uh, the yeah, one that's yeah, yeah, yeah. that's climbed Everest in like underwear, barefoot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He does breathing techniques, he's and he hasn't been sick in like years. And I, he swears I, I, it's due to his breathing techniques and I, how it repairs not, his immune system. I am not Wim Hof, but I decided in 2008 I don't want to be sick anymore, and I haven't been sick since. So you know that uh, they, they they he like did studies at Harvard where they hooked him up to whatever and they put him in ice, and yeah. he was actually able to warm his body temperature while he was submerged in like yeah, an I've, ice bath, pretty much. I've heard that he's a real deal, dude. He's crazy. He's yeah. crazy. But I mean, it's all and it's all breathing. Like your your oxygen, your point, and how your, your breathing techniques and yeah. how it adjusts to your cells. It's very yeah. It takes me to a peak, works. especially yep. if I'm working out and like uh, you know. And I'm my heart rate's like jacked and shit, mm-hmm. and I'm doing good, and I and I had a good breakfast, or I didn't eat, or whatever it is. Uh, I am fired up. That day is gonna be a good day. I'm gonna pass that test, even if I fail it. 
Which you can do too, which is interesting because I feel like a lot of times people aren't willing to learn the lessons in tests, which I think are just as valuable, if not sometimes more valuable, because you do fail Who wrote and you have that tests? taste. You have that taste of like bitterness in your mouth or defeat or whatever it is. Yeah. But you learn a lot from it. Like you, you better bet when, you know, Michael Jordan lost the fucking game. Right. He was pissed about it. Went back and practiced and did whatever he had to do to make sure he didn't maybe lose the next game. He was gonna lose right. another game. Oh, yeah. But you know. That's that's important as well is fine is learning those lessons because you are gonna get defeated. Nobody gets to this life without having some sort of defeat put in mm. their way. Many it's a lot you, of people may not have as it. much defeat. Yeah. You know, you do get those people that are born with silver spoons in their mouths and born into money and really don't have to worry their whole lives. Not even necessarily that. I mean, but that is the case. That's the case as well. Like you, you do have yeah. people that are born in good situations that don't struggle nearly as much as. You, me, and I don't even. I mean, we're in America. We're not struggling. I think it's more like other people. I mean, just just our grandparents' struggles. You think it's more social now, though? Do you think you both think it's more social? Like it doesn't really matter how much money you are. There are privileges given to people if they're this black, or if they're that Hispanic, or if they're this uh, Native American, or this from Europe, or this from that. Of course, social. Of course, not doesn't really have nothing to do with money. Oh, it's both. Oh, it's both. Yeah. I don't know which one. I don't know which way it favors. Uh, probably class. I think class. Cause like, I mean, I hate this term white trash, but like poor white people, I mean, they get just as much shit as poor anybody. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's a class thing for sure. That's a struggle. It's real life. It's everyday struggle. You know, I, I feel like I'm one of those kids that were privileged, man. Like if I didn't have my mom, I mean, dude, some people don't even have that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I got lucky. You watch the breakfast club? Um, a few episodes, but I don't subscribe. You don't subscribe. I, I just hear like the people that I want to hear. What do you subscribe to? I, mean, I don't. I don't I, like no offense to Cardi B. No offense to her, but I don't need to hear Cardi B on the Breakfast Club. Oh no, I, I'm with you on that. No offense to her. Like but I support. My, my I girlfriend support. loves her. I support. But like I'll hear like the yay episodes, and I'll hear like the shit that I want to hear. Some about Cardi B kind of turns me on a little bit. I don't know what I it is. I guess I support everybody. I think she's I hot. support everybody. I don't think she's that hot. But it's just the way she talks. I don't she's think she's a that stripper. She can shake that dirty, ass. Because no she's dirty I, as fuck. I, right? I, I think she's sexy. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. she's dirty. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he's got a story about dirty. <laughs> no, I don't. Yes, he does. Don't be a bitch. Not that we're gonna talk about it. I mean, I, I'll talk. It's it's irrelevant completely to what we're talking about. But I'll talk about it at the end of the show if you want me to. But it's irrelevant. Cool. But. One time, this chick licked his butt. Oh, yeah, licked my butt crack. I was, I was, I was, I was really sweaty. My band was playing a show. Uh-huh. This girl d- named Dirty. I was wearing booty shorts. She wanted to take a picture of her kissing my butt cheek. She licked my butt crack. It was weird. It she was said, so gross. What did she say? Do it, do it. She's like, they don't call me Dirty for nothing. After she did it, and I was like, ah, okay. <laughs> we just licked like three day old ass cracks. <laughs> I'm triggered. All right, Dirty. I don't know. What's, what's I'm triggered. That sounds, oh, man. That sounds fun. That's success that? in my eyes. I, you know what? In I, that moment, did you not think I made it? Uh, you know, we were talking about that earlier about what, how you. I definitely felt that I've reached. I feel that I've been more successful than I am now in my life, and I can definitely. Uh, my comparison is that I was having a lot more fun when I was in the band, when I was making music with my friends, living in a house, not giving a fuck. But I can recognize that at the rate that we were going, there wasn't. We didn't. Nobody there had the formula of making it work yet, mm-hmm. and. You know, you can kind of sit back and say, oh, I regret that it didn't work or I regret that we didn't do this or regret. But I didn't know. I didn't know back then. I didn't I didn't have this. Hey, take this path or this path. Mm-hmm. Make the right choice because you may not. And then I was able to sit on it and ponder and research and then decide based off statistics or whatever I'm analyzing. This is the best path to take. So I like how this is going. We didn't have that. And like looking back, 
you know, I would love to be doing that now, yeah. But I also really enjoy where I'm at. And there's nothing really about me now that wants to be in a band. There's nothing about me now that wants to make music in a band, you know. But I've definitely been happier. Maybe not more successful, but I've been happier. Maybe, for sure. Maybe, like, have, have had more fun? Um, like, would you call it fun or would you call it happiness? Yeah, more fun. Because I'm definitely happier now than I've ever been. But more fun. Mm-hmm. But the reason I was having fun was because I was 22, no job, in a fucking band. Asshole licked. Yeah, dude. And then, like, writing music. I lived in a house with four friends, and we wrote music every day. Getting your rim tongued. You know, and there wasn't anything that... <laughs> My uh, getting licked in the shitter box or what? <laughs> tongue punch my fart box? Uh, no. Um, but looking back on it, nobody had the right fucking idea. Nobody had the right formula to make it work, or nobody had this hack that, you know, oh, we just got to do this and we're gonna be successful. It was just a bunch of dudes having a good time and we were having fun, given the circumstances and where we were at that point in time. It was perfect in my eyes. Maybe not for everybody else. To me, it was a perfect time. Right now. There's not much more than I, I would want to be doing than I am doing now. But there are little incremental areas where I do want to improve or get better or progress or change. And you definitely have to have discussions like this to keep that fire lit, to keep that light going for sure. The pilot light resparked, however you want to look mm-hmm. at it. You have to have incidents like this or situations like this that it, it is a little bit of a reality check for people listening or for us even. Like I feel that you've probably learned a lot just in those last yeah. hour and a half. I feel like uh, I opened up this, this segment saying, like, I'm a fraud. And and the truth is, I'm not the guy. I'm not the guy. I'm just the one trying to do it, you know. But aren't we all? Maybe the first one. Maybe not the first one. We're all just, I think, trying to do something, though. What defines the guy? Like, in your eyes, who's the guy? I mean, Drake's not even the guy. He said he's not the guy. Who you is? Know? Drake was the I guy. Who, for no, a he minute. said he never was. Nah, he was for a minute. He was never the guy. That's what he says. He though. was for a minute. His word is he's not the guy. But he's, see, he's look at the one. You're taking it very literal. He's saying I was never the guy. So you're agreeing with him. Okay, he, Drake says it. He must have never been the guy. But to you, he could have been the guy. To you, he could have been your he could have been your repeat song for three days that maybe even, stopped you from killing yourself. I don't even like yourself. Drake, but I couldn't deny Drake that he was the guy. He had the title for a day. I mean, at the very fucking least, he did. You know. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, I, I'm not that into Drake either, I'm not but guy. I will say the back-to-back, like when he fucking put Meek Mill away, I thought for a while there wasn't anybody that was going to touch Drake. Then he put out that album that came out after, and I was like, oh, I'm definitely not as good as that. For me, but for me, it's a fluctuation. There's a guy and there's a not guy. But uh, that, that goes to show you that there's a different realm of hip-hop. The one that's mainstream and the one that's underground. Mm-hmm. Drake still is the guy underground, not necessarily a mainstream. Mainstream Kendrick Lamar's Kendrick Lamar season right now, Black Panther, he's out there. It's still Kanye season, still a little bit, right? He's relevant with the cl- shoes, he's out there. Um, I don't know. I want to be the guy. I think you are the guy. I think, and then I'm talking about like 48 hours ago. Like I, I just finally accepted that. Um, I'm but the you guy. know what it takes to be the guy. I do. What is that? Um, putting your fucking head down and working and adjusting, 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 listening, listening. You know, um, paying attention, um, elevating others. But you gotta make bangers. You gotta make bangers. Yeah. And you got to be in those festivals. 
Um, so I, I've accepted that I, I gave myself like a five year plan. Mm-hmm. Um, cause it's a long game. It's a long game to do what I want to do at the scale that I want to do it. Um, what is it that you want to do? Cause that's you, unless you, keep, you walk into you a keep, building and you, and fucking, um, name a producer that you, you like a producer, like uh, a producer, Steven Spielberg. Yeah. Steven Spielberg is in the room and you give him your elevator pitch that you uh, wrote on a toilet paper roll. Yeah. I would never do that though. That's the grind, though. That's a grind. The grind. That's a grind. That's the grind they teach. So, like talking about if, if you think if you think Drake was never the guy, and you think he's underground, which by the way, you're fucking high. You're fucking high. How do you like you, you're you're not underground, and you do features with Rihanna or something. Like you're not, oh you're, yeah, well I get mean, the fuck but, out of here. But if you think that, yeah. Um, I I respect that craft and and. Uh, I, and then so like I I respect the underground and so what I got to do are are mixtapes and shit of that sort. Okay. What are your bangers? When you say you want to drop bangers, <sighs> Man, you have this five I, year I, plan. Dude, What's your plan? I've, I've made a few, like reluctantly though, and that and this goes back to like my rebellious heart and like I'm I'm kind of embarrassed. Like that this is my ultimate embarrassment, is because if if only I knew and, and it has a lot to do with a lot of things. Like I grew up with the oh, fucking. No, no, I hope they don't hear this, but like. I grew up with a bunch of loser friends, man, that like never gave a fuck about me, and I gave them everything, and that sucks. And I have like, you know. So that's the test. I hope they do hear it, so they can see the fucking. <laughs> that's nice. the they, 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 they won't because they don't. You're out there trying to figure out who's not, who's actually gonna give a fuck, and who you, who you can wa- waste your time with. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Because you need people, man. Mm-hmm. You need people, but more importantly, like you need the mission, right? And so my mission was always about like other people, and was always like about anti art. Like I'll be honest with you, like it was like. But you got to be careful I, with I, that I, word. I, I submitted a, a twenty-four. I submitted a film for a twenty-four hour film festival once. Like mm-hmm. we did it in twenty-four hours, pretty cool. Because we're looking hell Dude, like Antifa we, right now. We black we, all out. We got buried, man, at that film festival. We got fucking buried, and so we made an anti-pop hit. I didn't know that at the time, and I could have made a pop hit. I could have made a banger. But my goal wasn't to win. That was my problem. Mm. What was your goal? Now your goal is to win? My goal was... Um, Does it matter what the pass is? Your goal is to win now, right? My goal was uh, to make an anti-art like art statement to create something dark and moody and atmospheric and and something memorable was the was the... Objective. So I'm playing devil's I'm advocate here. Words. Yeah, please. You say you want to make pop now. You yeah. Wanna, you want to make bangers. Yeah. What? What? Isn't there a fear of like selling out or a fear of losing the sight of what you really want to make, or do you really want to make a pop hit you, you, that you know affects millions? You know who's the greatest sellout of all time? <laughs> this is gonna sound like a fucking joke. You know who's the greatest sellout of all time? Jesus Christ. I mean that. Oh yeah. Like, I mean, but it wasn't he, him. he he got his message out. By selling out, that's isn't what he that did. The, isn't that the concept behind Jesus Christ Superstar? Isn't that? I, I, I'll be honest. I've never seen it. I've never seen it. I've heard the two. I haven't but either. I've never but I, thought that, I thought that was the point. I oh, thought that was cool. the point. Yeah, I was in it, and I, was I, I wonder. I, I, you know, thinking about it, it has to be right. But like, um, like the fact that he was. So, I mean, and and here's the thing. Like, uh, I already sold out. Like, I already sold out. Like, I'm, I'm already a sellout. Like, my bills are being paid with art. Like, I did it. You know, and so now it's like, cool, now now I want to make, uh, n- now I need to, like, elevate the Knives Monroe flag as high as possible so I can go back to making, like, the shit that gets me off at scale and people are pre- appreciate that. Like, uh, Louis C.K. made abstract jokes 
He was an abstract stand-up. Nobody gave a fuck. He had a sitcom, it bombed. He had another sitcom, it bombed. He had a stand-up special, it bombed. He said, you know what? I no longer give a fuck. I'm just going to be me, but I need to sell out because I got kids now. And he sold out. He had a banger, an hour banger. He had an hour banger. He had an hour banger. He's in his moment. He gets the FX show. Now he gets to do the weird shit that he wants to do, and people call him a genius for it. He's a filmmaker, you know what I mean? And now he gives you an hour, and it's weirder than, like, what it used to be, but, like, he already got you in. He Trojan horsed you, right? And that's the secret. Like, The Simpsons did it. Kendrick Lamar did it. Like, he was fucking, I mean, you know how it is, right? And so, like, I'm at a tremendous privileged advantage right now, and I'm giving you guys everything. Uh, like, I got the cosign from Dakota. Like, I got the cosign, right? Like, Kanye got the cosign from Jay-Z, you know what I mean? Kendrick got the cosign from Dr. Dre and everything, and, like, you need that. Like, you do need that, right? I got that, and I'm in this position. Like, I'm not fucking Richie Rich or anything. Like, I'm not. It, but it's you need your Jesus. But I prayed for this. Like, I prayed for this in sixth grade, and so I'm here, and I'm not gonna fucking waste it. Now it's time to fucking hit home runs, you know. And I've been evolving at a, such a rapid pace where I'm like, I get the game. I mm -hmm. fucking get it. And and I'm I'm tired of being too punk rock because that's being selfish. Mm -hmm. And if I really want to give and impact people, I gotta give them what they want. You know what I mean? Yeah. So 15. 15 what? 15 contacts. You need 15 solid contacts. Of what? For to, what? To promote yourself. You need 15 <sighs> is solid. Is this a, what, 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 where is this? What do you, can you explain that to me? Like, why, why do you say that? Why do I say that? Uh, it's just my experience. 15 solid contacts. 15 to, solid to contacts. To put you over? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because then out of those 15, maybe they don't turn out. You know? Then you, you but each 15, you ask for a 15. Oh, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. I don't want to ask for anything. That's part of it. You can't ask for anything. At, at a certain point, it's just handed over. You got the cosign from Dakota. Yeah. Now here's 15 for you, and they're gonna give you 15. Sure. And they're gonna give you 15. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that I do. That, that I do see. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That is so true. You already got your 15. What Dakota, it, Dakota was just the one. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying, and and I'm loyal to that guy to the end. Like he's gonna have to fire me one day, or like beat the shit out of me one day if he wants to get rid of me. That's just the way that's mm -hmm. gonna be. Um, but he, he's helped me so much to, to no end. Like, uh, I mean, pipe dream was like a big love letter to him in a lot of ways. Cause I, man, okay, watch do this for one listener out there. Just one listener do this. Like I did this vlog. It was a daily vlog second to the last episode. I couldn't tell you what episode it's called, but it's called film geek culture. Mm. It was the second to the last episode I ever made. And it was the last episode I made before I met Dakota. And, uh, <laughs> I get fucking emotional just thinking about it, but it was me on the grind, man. Like I, I was working on second in Congress. I uh, was doing a sales job that was shit. I was getting hemorrhoids on the bus. Like I'd wake up at four in the morning, wouldn't get home till 8 p.m. And then I'd edit my fucking vlog for an hour and see my kids for a minute. Dude, I was eating shit, doing the little side hustle like over here. And, and I pretty much say in the vlog, like not like everything happens for a reason. You just have to believe and nothing like that, but something of just like, like it, there was a piece in the grind. And then the next vlog was just like, oh my God, my fucking life got turned upside down. It's crazy and shit. Thank you. And then I did the pipe dream, and right? And then you, you owe that to Dakota and, Absolutely. You, and, your, and your girlfriend. A Absolutely. The credit goes to them. And, and I was just a guy that. Um, I'm sorry. I just know a little bit more but about that's a your fact. story. But so that's a could, fact. Could you more elaborate on that story? Which? So the, which? The, the fact that 
how you got to Dakota. Sure, I think that's important. You're right. So I'm doing the grind, and uh, I got three eggs in the fridge. You know, like I, I have to decide: should my kids eat or should I eat? And of course, the kids eat. I lose like eight, ten pounds in a in a, in a week. It's terrible. Like I'm not eating. Uh, I'm stealing food from work. You know, all that stuff. And uh, I'm working a sales job, so it's commission. And it's like, dude, I only made two sales in three months. Like it was bad. And uh, Claire's telling me, if you don't bring 1500 extra dollars by this day, we're fucked. We can't live here. We can't pay rent. We can't pay this and we can't pay that. And I'm just like, how the fuck? And I told her, well, I'm going to do it. Like, I don't know how, but I'm going to do it. And she's just like, she, I don't want to say she gave up on me. She didn't. She was just as fucking crazy and nuts as me. And meanwhile, I'm doing free videography work. And she's just like, you need to start charging people. And I'm like, I can't. And she's like, we're fucking dying here. Like, why aren't you charging people? And I say, you need to wait because eventually these people won't be able to deny me and they're going to shove money in my pockets. I just believe that. She's just like, oh, my God, you're so fucking crazy. Even my mom's like, dude, you got to charge these people. 15 years of free work. And um, D-Rock, who does the videography for Gary Vaynerchuk, retweeted somebody, basically Dakota's people saying, Dakota's people are like, hey, we have a million followers, blah, 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 all these platforms. Like, we're looking for a D-Rock in Austin. Claire sees that. I didn't even see it. And I had left I had left Apple for this shitty job because I thought that it was an opportunity to go downtown, film some stuff, and meet new people and get a sales job, maybe make more money. I left a very comfortable job for shit, and it wasn't working in my favor. And Claire knew that I was looking to do more. She's like, hey, get on this. It was the D-Rock retweet. Uh, David Rock is the name of Gary Vee's um, camera dude. And uh, I messaged those guys, and I'm like, I send them like kind of like a mixtape. I send them my vlog. And I'm like, I'm exactly what you're looking for. Here I am. That was like on a Friday. I meet with these guys on a Tuesday. I start filming for Dakota on a Thursday. He pays me Friday. He pays me more money. Not that it's like a lot of money, but it was a lot of, it saved my life. Like he pays me more money than any client had ever paid me ever. I had made a sale on the day where I did my last vlog before I met Dakota. And so that was like an extra 800 bucks. Needless to say, like I made my, I, 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 I you know, Cinderella story. That is fifteen hundred. Yeah. Yeah. Cinderella story, and uh, and Dakota's like, "Hey, man, like, can you leave your job?" And I was like, oh, "I need X amount of money to survive. Like, I would do, I would work for you for free." He's just like, "Fuck that. Like, do you want to change the world?" I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "Cool. Like, well, how much money do you need?" I was like, "Well, I need this to survive." He's like, "Here's a little extra," and I was just like, "No brainer. This is a dream. Like, I had my." Will Smith, Pursuit of Happiness, like tears moment of just like, oh my God, like this is it. But even then, I'm, I, I thought it was like kind of sketch. I had my guard up for a long time of like, is this guy the real deal? Is he the real deal? Like he's a one percenter. Like, is he the real deal or is, is this an act? And he's the real deal. Like I, I see him sometimes more, th more than I see my own kids at sometimes, right? When we travel and shit. And so I like to say, this is like, I'm so gay for Dakota, <laughs> but like he gave me wings and I can fucking fly. And I'd be a fucking idiot if I didn't soar the fucking clouds every day, no matter what the weather is. Like, I'll go above the, the weather. You know what I mean? Like, I'd be an idiot. And that's why I did the pipe dream, because I was like, I'd be an idiot if I didn't do this. This shit's just happening. Like, if I don't document it and flip this, like, where's the time capsule? Like, I need to do something here. That's just a big fat love letter to him. At the credits at the end, I don't know if you guys made it to the end, but first person I think is Dakota. I'm just like, yeah. dude, it's not possible without him. Like, he's the man. You know, so it's a Cinderella story, and I owe a lot to him, but it's the preparation meets opportunity. If I didn't leave Apple, I wouldn't have done my vlog. I wouldn't have been eating shit, getting hemorrhoids, and I wouldn't have had anything to – I wouldn't be looking for something better, so Claire wouldn't have retweeted me the thing to get that opportunity. 
luck, 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 luck. But meanwhile, I'm getting hemorrhoids and doing the work, putting my vlog out, getting 46 views a day uh, for that at bat. You know? I do know. That's fucking wild. It takes a lot to talk about till I know, but I do know. If you listen to, like, anybody that made it, like – Eminem gets the cosign from Dre, and Dre's just like, tell, tells the mainstream, like, guys, he's good. <laughs> That's all you need sometimes. You need you need Jay-Z to be like, guys, he's good. He's a real rapper. People are like, okay, he's a real rapper. You know what I mean? Like, you just need that. Everybody needs that one person. Sometimes all you need is that one person to fucking believe in you and say mm-hmm. you can do it. And then you spend the rest of your life contributing and giving that back, man, because that shit's the magic. I'm incredibly stubborn. You're also a fraud. There's a better way to end the fucking podcast than so I'm not that. stubborn and I'm not a fraud. Ooh. Ooh. Brian, man, um, Ooh. this did more for me than I could ever do for you. Hey, dude. The time's going to come <laughs> where you're going to be like, bruh, I need you to do me a favor. I don't care if it's like your car got towed and you need someone to pick you up. I don't care if you got into a fight and you need someone to pick you up from jail and you, you don't have the guts to call Bex or whatever it is and you need someone to call you, bail you out. You call me, man. You let me know. The time's going to come, and I hope that I can hit a home, a home run for you that next time. And if I don't do it that time, give me a second chance, and I'll hit a home run for you that time, man. But uh, this whole thing has been a fucking trip, man, and I really appreciate it, dude. Like, I woke up looking forward to this. I fell asleep last night looking forward to this. I wanted to be ready for you. I wanted to be on, not because I'm an actor-performer guy, but because I have a lot to give, and I want to give it to this show because the show deserves it, and I believe in you, man. I appreciate that, man. Um you hit the home run. I, I don't feel that this went any other way that it should have gone. I think it went perfectly. And I'm glad that you were able to share what you shared. Powerful, powerful words, man. And there's something that I think me and Trent need out of just associating ourselves with people like you. And it you've probably been, obviously, that little last meeting we had. All of us were sitting there. Um we feel, at least this is how I'm taking it. I came out here, and I know you asked me earlier why I came out to Austin. I came out here for this. I came out here to kind of put myself in a situation away from my friends. I was complacent. I was very complacent in California. And I've been able to come out here and kind of challenge myself and test myself. I owe a lot to Trent. I think Trent all the time because uh, he's helped me, definitely helped me push this. Uh, and having people like you on and being able to talk to you and, and pick your brain and have you share your insight and be honest with us and be a genuine person, which you are. Uh, that's that's all I want out of it. And I hope that I hope that you enjoyed doing this, and I, I hope did. that you enjoyed being able to share whatever I want you back on. That would be that's gonna be my favorite is that you fucking come back on and do another one because this is powerful, man. I'm, I'm I apologize for for the fucking system fucking up a couple of times. I don't know what it is, but. I'll get that figured out. I, we'll get it squared away. I, I asked you, Trent, like if this place had fire extinguishers because shit was going to be fire, and I just think we're 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 breaking it, right? That, that's what happened. Could be, man. Every time shit got too, too fucking real, lit, I know we had to fucking go back that, and reset, and I was like, God damn it! That's what it is, and I think the listeners will understand. All right, Brian, can you talk about what you're about to do? You're about to head out of here? Oh yeah, so I'm I'm I mean I'm going to California. I I generally do that in my intro, but yeah, this is my last podcast before I go to California. Uh, going out and doing the SoCal Psych Out. Uh, 16th, 17th, and 18th of March next week. Be able to hang out with my friends and my family and see them, get my little refresher in. Come back here. Are you going to take the bus? I'm flying. No, 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 we're flying. You're going to fly? Yeah. We as you and Rebecca? No, just me. Me. Did I say we? No, I'm flying. No, but I think you meant like the royal we. Like, we flying. Oh, could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, maybe. Yeah, Yeah, no flying. Um, Yeah. I hope you come back a different man. 
I'm thinking I might with with what I have planned going out there. I don't know. I'm scared. I'm nervous. It's like taking a boat. Like you don't go on the boat thinking it's gonna sink. You know what I mean? Don't be nervous. Be, be, be the good kind of nervous. And if so, embrace it. I mean, I, I'm anticipating it. I'm, I know that, uh, talking about doing shrooms, uh, if I was to, yeah, I, I have a, I took salvia one time at a real bad trip. And that's been my reluctancy to take psychedelics since then is because I don't want to die. Salvia's trash, isn't it? Oh, horrible. Yeah. <laughs> my experience is pretty interesting. Though. Horrible experience. I died. I, I thought I was dying. Oh, no. Uh, and, and so I'm doing... If I do the mushrooms, I'm doing it with uh, the buddies that I did salvia with. So mm. they're like prepared because I freaked out. But they're probably tenured, right? Yeah, trip. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's yeah. They're, they're, they're throwing the festival. It's my good buddies, Dang. John and Daniel. Shout out to them. Uh, they have a record label, Skyship John's Records. Real good guy. Yeah, I love John. John's one of my best friends. I've known him for a long time. They're doing the festival and it's up in like Pioneer Town, California. It's this nice little desert, secluded area. It's going to be a good time. Going to have a lot of fun. Be out there. Uh, and come back and do this, man. I want you on. I want you on soon. Let's um, do it. I'm all in. Pipe dream. I've been. I talked about it obviously because you were coming on here. But anything you do with that, let me know. I will. And I'll cascade that to everybody and anybody I know. I love it, man. And I, I I appreciate you and what you do and your passion. I think that's you're you're honest. You're not afraid to be honest. You're not afraid to be truthful with people. You're not afraid to challenge people. Um, me, everybody. Like you, you challenge people with the intent to help them grow, mm-hmm. and that's awesome. Thanks, brother. Well, this, this has been my honor. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it, man. It's been mine. You got anything? I love you both. I love you more. More of you, man. No, you don't. Bunch of love. I fucking love you guys. I love to the moon back. Oh, yeah. They compliment fight. I don't know.